You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, in the first segment, we discuss the day that will live in infamy. NYCFC fans find out that they have to go to Connecticut. What a nightmare for a home game. For a home game, so it's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, we get pretty upset about it. Specifically, I know I do. specifically Alexis, <laughs> and also Alexis in the most recent Copa 90 video t- talking about MLS rivalries. Doing what I do, yeah, doing what he does best. We also t- talk about the eclipse over Orlando City <laughs> <laughs> and Alexi Lawless being funnier than we can ever be. Speaking of funnier than we can ever be, uh, Steve Bernasconi <laughs> comes in and crushes it. If you don't know who he is, he's doing the soccer tour. He's quit his job. He's traveling the entire country. He's going to different soccer games all over the country. He's living his best life. Uh, we get to talk to him. Great guy. And the third time we discuss some MLS matches, we discuss why Minnesota, regardless of what they do, they cannot. They will do everything to ruin their chances to get a point in Major League Soccer. <laughs> they refuse. They're like, hey, here's the point. Everybody, and then they're like, you know what? No, you take it. I don't even want them all. I don't even have, I don't have pockets to carry any of these points. <laughs> and uh, we also discuss the 19-year-old boy with the composure in New York City to score a game-winning goal against New England. And why does New England field... A bunch of bullies. That and more <laughs> on this episode of the Cooler Games. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby. Whoa. Hello, guys. Whoa. It's a a roller coaster. I I was like, are you on a roller coaster or are you yelling through some type of tube? Oh, man. Cooligans. The Cooligans are here. Welcome to the show, everybody. 108. 108 episodes. Also, this uh, we didn't talk about it this much because we already had a 100th episode, but uh, this month marks two years of... Two-year anniversary. Two-year anniversary of doing uh, doing the Cooligans. Wow. How does it feel two years later, hanging out with me on a weekly basis? I mean, it's been it's the hardest two years of my life. <laughs> All right. That's what I was looking for. I mean, he's been hard for two years. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, just waves of uh, depression. And uh, uh, yeah, it's just an overall, like, kind of the most abusive relationship I've ever been in. And uh, Perfect. And we're <laughs> making each other better. Uh, we're, make, we're making the Cooligans great again. <laughs> yeah, and obviously I can't leave because uh, you won't give me back my family. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm holding on to your passport until that goddamn stadium is built. <laughs> yes, that is uh, the, the stadium for NYCFC. And we'll talk about that. <laughs> oh, boy, do we have a lot to talk about there. <laughs> In a moment. Uh, welcome to the show. My name is Christian Polanco. And I'm Alexis Guerrero. That's yes, right. We are the Cooligans. We are two stand-up comedians who host the funniest soccer podcast in the planet. Uh, I said it again, in the planet, on the planet. On the planet. Inside the planet. We're also pretty good We're there. in the planet. We're on the planet. We're around the planet. Uh, <laughs> we're all through the uh, eclipse. And obviously, you guys know, we're not just the funniest soccer podcast in the world. We are the gulliest, the soccer. gulliest soccer podcast in the world. That's right. You're damn right. You come here for the real. <laughs> you know where to go for the fake. That uncut. 
That uncut <laughs> that soccer raw. podcast. hundred <laughs> percent raw. Never been stepped on. That's right. That's what the, you listen once and you already OD. <laughs> Yo, son. <laughs> I mean, you get a little taste of this and you hooked for life. <laughs> we are the cool again. That's why we get repeat, repeat customers. I know there's just one dude in jail listening right now. Like I knew it about these guys. <laughs> I knew they was the real. We said it. Yo, we wear do rags and Timberlands every time we record this damn podcast. That's right. You need to know that's a hundred percent real. People actually trade this podcast in for cigarettes. In, the, <laughs> in yeah. prison <laughs> Sound like 106 and 107 That's at least a carton of cigarettes 100, that's 7 cartons of cigarettes <laughs> That's right So uh, uh, yeah, I mean, what a what a market we, uh, We're actually trying to hit the prison market uh, <laughs> Big time They're big soccer fans big, And they got nothing else to do So they, listen they, to podcasts They have soccer leagues And uh, they have like prison leagues I've heard of that Yeah? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, probably not too many American ones But like in, in South America and in, Well, maybe Rafa Marquez will use his one phone call <laughs> To call into the podcast after he builds that amazing soccer league in Mexico. Um, Unless he gets extradited. Uh, from Mexico? No. Yeah. No, he wouldn't get extradited from... Oh, oh, oh like to... To, to here. A, 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 imprisoned here? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't think Trump wants any more Mexicans in here, so... That's true. <laughs> he wouldn't bother. Especially especially ones that have scored against us. Uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's soccer. This is it. It's the beginning of the the European leagues. Everyone's excited, unless you're a Barcelona fan. Yep. Did you hear Barcelona suing Neymar? We actually didn't talk about this beforehand. No, no. Yeah, they, yeah, uh, they are suing Neymar for eight and a half million. I, think, I don't know if it's pounds or euros. Uh, yeah. Who cares? It's all this play money that eight, they use. Eight million out there. dollars is it, uh, based on the the you know the transfer fee that they were paid. Yeah, they already got two hundred and twenty-two. <laughs> what is eight million dollars going to do from Neymar? What more do you need from this man? <laughs> Are you trying to get blood from a stone? <laughs> and then Neymar's just out there cutting up entire teams. Uh, yeah, I was I was t- telling you this before. I was like, in France, you might as well be going against like Neymar is like it's like Neymar playing against USL teams. Like, oh my it, god! Yeah, no, he's, he's gonna he's gonna dominate. Give them a bit more credit because it is a better <laughs> league than we give them than you're giving them credit for. But but, but th- there's, Neymar there's is not making man- them look so. Stupid. There's not many players with the the quality of Neymar. Like defenders, you know, especially the first game, they don't even know how to prepare for a guy like that. Right. He's he's just way too skilled. They're, so far, they're just like, I wonder if he'll let me swap shirts. Like most of them are just like, <laughs> that's all they're thinking about. Yeah. Hey, hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> um, but I'll let, I'll let you score if you swap shirts. With me. <laughs> let's um, let's start the show. Let's get the our grievances out of the way because uh, because we there's a lot our to daily grievances. <laughs> we got to sort that out. Uh, so that we can, uh, you know, we got to just expel that negativity from from get it all out. Uh, so that we can start the show and be, you know, and, and be the gulliest soccer podcast. Because th- well, this is where we earn that title <laughs> right here. <laughs> because I mean, at least I, I have a, a little bit more fun because we are genuinely upset about something that. Oh yeah. Uh, again, if you don't, if this is your first time listening, we are New York City. We are, uh, uh, you know, we don't hide the fact that we're New York City football club. We are fans, fans. of the entire league. We're fans of the entire sport. And being a, doing that, you have to commit yourself to a club, we think, right? So yeah. we've chose to commit ourselves to NYCFC, right? That's where, who we bought season tickets for. Um, we understood that they play at Yankee Stadium. It's not perfect, okay? It's a fun but experience. But temporarily, yeah. it's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know why they still play baseball in our soccer stadium. Yeah, I mean, they really got to cut that out. And, uh, you know, they've they've done one dirty to us here <laughs> they uh they got us this is this is what the 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 concern about playing uh, you know yeah. at a baseball field 
Uh, this is the this is it right this here. This is the, the issue. So NYCFC just announced. Uh, we're well, let's just say this: NYCFC is on some bullshit. <laughs> that's uh, they're that's, on some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I, they're getting uh, some serious side eye from me. Oh, you. for real? <laughs> because they uh, they just announced uh, this uh, afternoon. So we're recording this on Tuesday, August twenty second. Right. They announced that uh, the, their match against the Houston Dynamo, which is happening September twenty third. Yeah, that match has been moved from Yankee Stadium to what to Houston so it's gonna swap it's now like you know like when when Katrina happened right yeah well this is I mean this is our Katrina right this now this is our Katrina oh, right here. we're going they, oh boy they're, they're moving the game send your emails to <laughs> soccercooligans at gmail.com we're, uh, they're, they're moving the game to Connecticut to goddamn Connecticut <laughs> and for those of you who don't know a lot about Connecticut Connecticut is like a square with like a little like a I don't know it's like a little dick right and it's I'll I'll say a tail, maybe. All right, whatever. But yeah, I mean, clearly you have something on your mind, and that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. and that's the first thing. Oh, there. it's got a nice big old veiny <laughs> dick, a lot of riverways, uh, and it's like jutting out, right? So maybe it's somewhere along there, like a Greenwich. Or a Stamford, close to the close right. to New York. It's in that it's in that protrusion that comes into the, almost New York, right? Yeah. That's where it's going to be, right? No, <laughs> two hours away. So this game is going to be in Hartford, Connecticut. Hartford, Connecticut, the soccer city, and <laughs> they've had actually a lot of men's yeah, national team games. Yeah, that's in fact, right. the, I think they hold the record for the most men's national team games uh, still. Okay, they and they, they you, you you probably just saw the match, uh, the U.S. against Ghana, with Dom Dwyer scored that goal. Uh, right. That game was. In in that in that in Hartford it, right. at, at Pratt uh, Pratt's so I forgot the Pratt and Whitney Pratt and Whitney right uh, so yeah I mean I love the reality show uh, uh, Pratt and Whitney uh, <laughs> Pratt loves Whitney Pratt Whitney, or like <laughs> yeah it was uh, it was a good uh, prequel to yeah that, to <laughs> Whitney loves Bobby uh, I know people are saying like look it's 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 situational what are you gonna do. Oh, so the reason this is happening is because the, 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 Yankees, the Yankees have a makeup game. Have a makeup game and, right. uh, yeah. What's going to happen in the playoffs? What's going to happen in the playoffs? Both teams are in the playoffs. What's going to happen? Oh, we, now we got to play this one in Maine? What, what's <laughs> the next one? I think they're going to have to... Come just, to Halifax. They're going to have to play uh, soccer with just a giant mound right on the field. Like yeah. This. They're not, not going to move anything. It's because of the mound is the big issue. It takes three days to put that mound back together. Oh, boy. That really is the big issue. So this is yeah this is You're, it this, this is the reality. Is, no, but this this should not be the reality. Then reschedule the game, reschedule the game. I mean, there's no way or played in Houston. And nobody, there's nothing happening in the Houston Stadium. There's, there's nothing happening when Houston's playing in the Houston <laughs> Stadium. Okay, uh, this is ridiculous. There's no way that uh, they haven't put a lot of thought into how you know how to play. This, this is game the best they can come up with. I mean, I guess, I guess Some, so. Play this shit in Corona Park where the where the Mexicans <laughs> and Salvadorans play soccer. You know how dope that would be? I would, I'm sitting there just getting churros from the churro lady. <laughs> it would be exciting, uh, but probably not the most convenient for the thousands of people who will most likely show. Play this motherfucker at Pier 40, okay? All right. Well, a lot of people don't know what Pier 40 is. If you don't know what Pier 40 <laughs> is, it's a Google it. It's a pier that they turned into kind of a soccer field. Yeah. Maybe not a stadium. Kind of a falling apart soccer field with yeah, about yeah. with about maybe 200 seats. Yeah. Terrible turf and it doesn't drain very well. <laughs> uh, but that's a better option. How are people going to get to Hartford, Connecticut? No one's got cars. Well, this is... Uh, Granted, we both have cars. Look, but I, I think the, 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 the NYCFC fans in Connecticut are probably very happy about this. There's a healthy amount of Connecticut NYCFC fans. They did not become fans of Connecticut FC. They became 
Dolphin fans of New York City, FC. Correct. You should be playing your games in New York City. This is garbage, and here's my fear, okay? Um, and, and the fear of, of other uh, soccer fans. Well, that there's uh, not going to be any pizza at the stadium? What? First of all, it's nothing but trash pizza. I mean, if you play it in New Haven, maybe it'll be all right. But uh, here's my issue with all of this. Uh, if this works out well, this may inspire them to find a stadium outside the sort of uh, general, uh, you know, the, border. The five boroughs. Yeah, yeah, of the five boroughs, which is a trash option. I don't think that is. Uh, that's where my fandom ends. That's uh, that's poss- that's a possibility, and yeah, that could. Uh, without a doubt, they will lose uh, lots and lots of fans if that ends up happening. Uh, this this should not even be an option. This game should be rescheduled. This game should either be made up um, at on some other time. This game should be played at a neutral site. I don't care if they play this game like neutral, but not it, neutral, meaning like at a different one. It should be played in uh, a different stadium within the confines of the five boroughs. If there are none, then you should play it in Houston. The, the idea that this game is being played in Connecticut, two hours away where fans can even get to. Oh, oh, and now you're saying, but wait a minute. Aren't, I read the email, Alexis. They're giving you a bus. Yeah, a bus you got to pay $10 for? You're making me pay $10? And the season tickets don't work for that game, so you have to purchase those games? And wh- what are they going to do? What are they going to As opposed to just trading it in for that game, which I think you can. You, you cannot trade it in you, for that game. You can, so you can get you know, a, ref- a refund. You get a refund or another ticket to another game. Another so you game. and someone else. What, what are you doing? What are you talking about? It's, All of this is complete confusion. It's uh, Without a doubt, it's confusing. It's a nightmare. Uh, but it, And it's unfortunate. And you want to hear something else? They have this ticket ex- exchange program. I could not go to, I believe it was the, the Portland match. No, this was the Chicago Fire match. I could not go to because I was going to be on the road. So... I went into the account manager and I can trade that ticket in for a second ticket to another game. Guess which one I picked? <laughs> the one in Connecticut? You're going to have so much fun with your buddy in Connecticut. Who? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And, and first of all, I can't even use those two tickets now. Now yeah. I have to repurchase tickets. So clearly, first of all, in protest, I am not going to go to the match. And if you think that's not significant, wait till the concession numbers come in. Okay. <laughs> and second of all, going to be the, the reports. The, the graph <laughs> is like this is going to be a sharp I mean, downturn. I'm like, oh my this, goodness, did are it, we in a recession? What is happening? Here? Wait, I think this is just yeah. that the, the the Alexis uptick that we normally get is, yeah. is no longer present. Guys, uh, could you check the Dow? I think something is <laughs> seriously wrong with the economy. Oh, Alexis wasn't there. <laughs> I will find a way that all fat people should not go to this game. Let's really hit them where it hurts. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the tougher part is people just admitting that they're fat enough to not go. You oh, know? no, no, no. Slightly <laughs> overweight. Come on, Americans. You know who you are. Uh, this is complete bullshit. I'm not going to go and protest. I'm going to, I guess, get refunds for both of my tickets now. And if they tell me they're not going to refund me the second ticket, <laughs> wait till that phone call to the ticket agent. This is absolutely ridiculous. I get that. The, whoever we have access to does not need to hear this, right? Like, if we call, like, the ticket account manager, he's going to be like, like, you, like, I'm the one who made the fucking decision. <laughs> it's essentially what I would say if somebody called me. Yeah. This is your fault. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let me talk to your manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he's like, do you want to talk to, what, Patrick Vieira? Yeah. I don't think he's going to help either. <laughs> you know who I mean. <laughs> I want to talk to Patrick Vieira right now. <laughs> this is this is, uh, this is is a major fuck-up. A major fuck-up across the board. And... 
I mean, immediately the Red Bulls have already started. (laughs) Of course. The jokes have already, as soon as the announcement happened, like it was like at at 3 p.m., 3.01. They were ready to go. The jokes, and and, uh, the Red Bulls uh, tweeted out, I mean, really the perfect, uh, just the image of a, a gorgeous Perfectly lit Red Bull Arena and right, just no one in it. Just the the side eye smirking emoji. Yeah, uh, and that's it. And and look, you guys have a stadium. That's yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> what well, are you gonna do what? for for twenty seasons? You didn't, but you have one now. <laughs> um, I you know this is a full blown PR disaster. Is there any other way to look at this? Uh, I, I hopefully you, your fear is that uh you know NYCFC. Uh, will have like a successful, uh, you know, game in in in, in Connecticut, and, and you think like, oh, we don't even need to look for a site in and, uh, the and, five boroughs. And my uh, hope is that the fact that this situation just even arose uh, will maybe kickstart that push to get a stadium uh, deal done. You know, I mean, what pay off? Whoever you got to pay off. Look, like right, whatever like city. How many people? You. It's not that hard to bribe people in the city. <laughs> I mean, you 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 paid Pirlo six million. You clearly have a, some money lying around. City football. If group. you could pay for Pirlo to just sit here and impregnate his wife with twins, because <laughs> playing he did not do. <laughs> if you can afford six mil for that, and somebody said that they spent a million, a million, I think one point two lobbying the city. That's it. That's all you got. That's it. That's not this change. Could you shake the Sheik's couch? <laughs> You'll find more than that. That you, dude's got racks in his couch. New York City Mayor De Blasio. It's not even gonna. He's not even gonna show. He's not giving you a phone call for one point two mil. One point two mil. <laughs> he's like, he's like, buddy, I'm eating pizza with a knife and fork. What are you talking about? Maybe, maybe a text. Maybe I, he'll I, respond to a text. Like, <laughs> I might send an emoji back. I mean, to it, text. it'll be you know. You'll see the read receipt that he read it, <laughs> right. but he won't respond for he quite ain't a responding. while. <laughs> his assistant ain't responding. His wife ain't responding. His kid. With that dope fro ain't responding. Dante. Dante is not responding to you. So not even a subtext. <laughs> now he ain't even telling his friends in the group chat about it. 1.2 gets you nothing in this city. You can't even get a food truck for 1.2 million dollars in the city. It's uh yeah, it's it's not the the you know that it's pocket money. But this is such a trash disaster. This is a dumpster fire. This is probably, I think, the dumbest thing. That's happened to NYCFC since they started. Can you think of anything that was dumber than this? Um, Letting Lampard stay in Manchester City for so long. Okay, so this is the second (laughs) dumbest thing (laughs) that NYCFC is. You make a great point there, actually. Uh, So this is... Look, hopefully, we try not to be an NYCFC podcast. Yeah, we're not trying know. to just go, we, but we got to get it out of the way because it's yeah. uh, it's a, it's a reality, and it's this, a situation like this hurts even more after after seeing what Atlanta United just uh, you know their their training session uh, to twenty thousand people to also you know to open the stadium and and show the fans what Mercedes Benz Stadium is like, and they get twenty thousand people uh, to come to a training session and to see this gorgeous stadium. You know, Jay Riddle. Uh, uh, you know, of, of, of Photoshop fame, of Alexis oh, Photoshop yeah. fame. <laughs> Getting he, Carpal Tunnel out there. He, he was, uh, he's an Atlanta United fan, and he was posting a bunch of, uh, a friend of the podcast, and he was posting a lot of photos uh, of uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and I mean, it's just like, how can you not be jealous? I mean, it's gorgeous. It's like it's that 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 ring uh, of uh, of televisions at the top. Yeah, uh, at the top. I mean, only thing I will say is the fans seem to be a little bit far away from the from this field. 
That's the only thing I don't like about it. You know, I like it when the fans are really up close. Like DC's is going to be like that. Very okay. Sort of European in that sense where it feels. In fact, I think the, the field is slightly higher than the fans. So the fans in the front row and the second row oh, are going to be like eye level to like the ankles, you know. Um, what? What, the, to, what you, to the, They're going to the see players like they're going to be like that's what it's going to be like like sort I mean, of like chest level. Okay, it can't be that because it's, it's going to be like uh, you know a bunch of upskirt pervs <laughs> <laughs> looking up. That's why I'm getting from Rusty. <laughs> When's Nikolic playing? Uh, but here's you want to hear something even crazier. This is happening right before the derby, right before the Hudson Derby. Oh sure. This is. I mean, uh, what a what a what a PR! You couldn't say this after the match. (laughs) You You had to do it now. Keep this on the wraps. Come on, (laughs) you couldn't do this after. (laughs) Who's a? We got leakers. We got leakers in NYC. This is embarrassing. (laughs) We need the mooch. We need (laughs) Scaramucci (laughs) because these supporters groups can suck their own cocks. (laughs) I love Scaramucci. God, I miss that guy. What a what a dumb Long Island. He'd be at the stupid game in Connecticut. What a dumb. Uh, garbage mouth yeah and uh yeah. this is garbage by the way speaking of the derby you know I, i'm on uh you know i got in you were supposed to be in it too but well, you couldn't that day right i'm in the uh the copa 90 video oh that's right yeah you are yeah copa 90 uk by the way they put us on the big channel oh, oh look boy at, look at you uh, doing big things speaking of copa 90 uk um they used a lot of patois on that, on that channel um do you know what patois is of course. Okay, just in case. Does anyone listening know what it is? <laughs> it's the language Jamaicans speak, or the dialect, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. Um, yes, you were in a you were yeah. in a video. I didn't. I it was seen, uh, it was about seen. rivalry. So it's uh, mainly it's um, the Cascadia rivalry, uh, mainly Portland, uh, Seattle, but you know Vancouver's mentioned in it a couple times. Okay. They just show a picture of someone. <laughs> someone's just holding a Vancouver. It was just honorable up. honorable mention. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> I mean, they suck. You know, and then then they come over to the New York, uh, the New York City, uh, New York uh, Derby, uh, Rebels versus New York City, and I was on there as one of the uh, New York City uh, supporters, which is kind of cool. It was a lot of fun. Uh, they took out a lot of uh, very uh, you know catalyst like lines that I had. Um, a lot of mean? things that would have uh, sparked a lot of controversy. They took a lot of those out. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what that's. I mean, you're a walking controversy. I mean, baby, baby, <laughs> I come in right in. I mean, you give me a microphone, baby, I got gotcha. you. Uh, uh, but well, I, I did want to talk more about. Well, anyway, check that out on Copa yeah. ninety. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, shouts to Peter Carl and uh, Inferna and the whole. Crew over there and Kirshner, the, Gabby the, the, Kirshner, the f- formerly Kick TV, formerly Kick TV, and not Copa ninety. Now so. that they changed their name, they're no longer our mortal enemies. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, well that, that's all it takes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, well, I mean, come on, everything's everything's all love, you know. They don't have podcasts, so who cares? So, uh, uh, but Mercedes Benz Stadium was gorgeous, uh, and they, they they did a lot. There were there's a lot of positive uh, uh, feedback from uh, even from the players, from just the fans. A, a, a couple cool, interesting details there. The the concession stands apparently. Um, there's a like I guess Arthur Blank is very uh, interested in making the the like the fans uh, they have like this fan first mentality. It's like super affordable, right? Yeah. So uh, they have it's called fan first pricing. So they have two dollar non alcoholic beverages. Uh, so you know, uh, and then hot, uh, then food like hot dogs and pretzels and popcorn three dollars. Uh, Pizza, peanuts, five dollars. This is like for at, at a stadium, and it's a stadium so kind of yeah. like luxurious is that you would think you can easily like kind of gouge people. It a should be bit. thirty dollars for a hot dog. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's a stadium. Yeah, Don't just, you people want to make money. <laughs> so 
uh, which and so it's kind of cool. And a lot of people were tweeting about how how great that was. That well, they also got a chain in there. They got Chick Fil A. Yeah, but you know the issue. Yeah, the Sunday issue. Chick Fil A is a very religious company. They don't work on Sundays. Yeah, I mean they they need, uh, they need. Which, when when do when do uh, NFL games get played? <laughs> it's any given. What is that word that comes next? <laughs> Just any given weekend. You yeah, know, <laughs> any given day we're open. No, unfortunately, it's any given Sunday. Yeah, I so mean, that means Chick Fil A. Just for the soccer team. Yeah, which would be cool. Most of the games. Yeah, obviously. Oh, sorry about that, everybody. Again. Again. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. It's gone. Why mute it? You know? Yeah. Uh, didn't think ahead of time. You know, it's not like this, uh, you know, a phone call can ruin, like, comedic timing. No, not at all. I don't think anyone even noticed that large sound that just came through their, their speakers. I was going to say that Chick-fil-A, uh, they need Sundays to, uh, you know, to, so that the owner of Chick-fil-A can uh, hate gay people. So they have, that's why they have to be closed on Sundays. I believe you mean the CFO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I met a bunch of people from uh, Chick-fil-A, made that joke, and they all immediately corrected me. <laughs> they were like, oh, it's the CFO. And I'm like, all right, well, you still have a hateful person in the organization um well it's so it's it's a shame that he's like the the the, the reason i even what that's the first thing the first thing that comes to mind when i think of Chick- yeah. chick-fil-a i had chick-fil-a for the first time like about two months ago i've there's, never had chick-fil-a there's one in midtown uh, it's very good for what it is yeah for a lot of people obviously being in new york chick-fil-a is not uh i think it, the first chick-fil-a opened like maybe uh, like two years ago not even about a year ago yeah so yeah. It's, it's very new to us yeah we don't give a shit about it we don't <laughs> care about your stupid southern brands you know what i mean <laughs> i mean I, I've heard of like uh, you know churches chicken and all the like, churches I grew up with. You didn't grow up with churches. Grow up they got them out here. They got them in New York. I, I've never. I don't think I've ever. You got to go one. deep in the hood for a church chicken. How about this? I grew up three blocks away. My barbershop was called Brothers and Latinos Barbershops. Mm-hmm. I was sorry. It just says Brothers and Latinos, and then it says We Do Beepers. That's the sign. So is that a barbershop? You'll find out when you walk in. Um, across the street is a McDonald's. Um, why, across... why is the hair all over my beeper, dog? <laughs> no. Just trying to get a beeper. Hey, yo, this beeper mad dusty, yo. Why's it got hair all over it? Yo, uh, yo, my beeper got dandruff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you fix that? Yo, my beeper got a tight fade, dog. <laughs> my beeper got all types of fade, yo. Look at the tape up on this beeper. Uh, um, what do you want to call it? On the other side of the street. So McDonald's on one. Uh, on the other side of the street is a... Church's Chicken slash White Castle slash check cashing Ooh. all in the same joint. <laughs> so like, you just check that cash. You just cash that check. You want one of these little sliders? How about some chicken? And that was it, man. That was lit. You walk in there. It was great. You just got barbecue. All of all of my money order. Yeah. <laughs> Babe, I got the money, but some of it got some mayo on it. You need to wipe some of the mayo on it. My favorite thing was uh, it used to be open 24 hours, uh, but it was overrun with prostitutes at night. So they had to start shutting it down. What is what is a place overrun with bro- I don't even know what this like it's, looks like my imagination whatever just the people- worst image in your head is that's exactly what it was literally like people piled on top prostitutes yes. piled on top of each I'm, other I'm, you're not kidding there wasn't a seat available people- because it was nothing but very low cost very dirty prostitutes and I know people are gonna get like oh the sex worker industry I mean these are barely sex workers these are almost sex charities uh, with the prices they were charging uh, I mean, it was there was a methadone clinic like two blocks away, and I think that sort of was a meetup point for hey, let's get a quick cheap meal. You know, I gave a couple handies for a dollar each, so I got enough money to buy a a thigh or a leg or a slider, uh, and it was just overrun. You couldn't get you couldn't go in there. Okay, yeah, you would use the drive through, and you'd hear yelling the, from the speaker as the lady was asking you, "What do you want?" They'd be like, "Where the fuck is my cheese?" 
It was the greatest. Uh, <laughs> well, Atlanta, Newark they, Chronicles, everybody. <laughs> the Newark Chronicles. They have a they have a lot to look forward to, and I think the the the, the game, their their first game, their first home game there is going to be September 10th, and they've had a, a weird stretch because they've had they have uh, like what 30 games, no, 11 games in 30 days, something, something like some crazy yeah. thing like that. But they uh, they've had two weeks off uh, because. Uh, because of the delay with Mercedes-Benz Stadium, they, right. they, their their matches got pushed back, and then now they have. Um, well, why don't they just play the games in Connecticut, huh? <laughs> why don't you play those games in Connecticut, Atlanta? Don't you love your fans and want them to take a bus for a thousand and ten dollars or trade your tickets in? Why don't you play the game in Connecticut? It's good. It's, it's good enough for the men's national team. Why is it not good enough for you, Atlanta? Imagine that was uh, one of the options. Just, <laughs> just a uh, you know a, a twelve thousand dollar flight charter flight to, yeah. <laughs> to Connecticut uh, for the fans. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, leaving from every Chick Fil A in Atlanta. By the way, some of the NYCFC fans have looked it up. A flight from New York City to to Hartford, Connecticut's airport. Who, who even knew they had an airport? And second of all. What's that? A twenty-five minute flight max. It's three hundred eighty-one dollars. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, at that, that, that point, they don't even want you to take this flight. They're like, don't, don't do it. It's like a release clause. They're yeah, like, we yeah. have to put it there, but like, please right. don't buy it. <laughs> well, if Qatar would pay us to sp- to be spokespeople for their World Cup, we would be able to pay for that flight. Um, if we had, if we actually had a budget, we would take the flight and do it as a video. Does anybody want to donate? A bunch of, what a seven hundred. What a waste of hey! A budget meaning also like gross, grossly neg- negligent spending. Yeah, well, no. Think about this. It would be hilarious. What would a flight look like from New York City to Hartford, Connecticut? For those of you who don't understand. Imagine, I don't know, like, uh, you know, two cities that are near each other, like from Kansas City, Kansas to Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> what would that flight look like? It's essentially what this flight looks like. $381. All right. So, uh, yeah. Does anybody want to donate those flights to us? Does anyone have a lot of points? We'll make a video out of it. We'll do it. <laughs> Just give us your frequent flyer miles. And yeah. Buy that flight. Give, we'll take it. Give, uh, I mean, we should start like a, like a, a charity of uh, frequent flyer miles for uh, comedians. What, what, what would comedians do? No, no, no. Why would you say comedians? Do it for us so we can go see these games. <laughs> if you have miles you're not going to use, please consider donating it to the Cooligans. We'd love it. We'd love it. Um, hey, Copa 90, you you guys got a lot of money and you didn't pay me for that video. Why don't you give me some of those miles you've accrued? Um, uh, so speaking of Atlanta United, there was also uh, a, a great moment because we we all, uh, did, you know, were talking about the the eclipse the eclipse was a big a big deal uh, <laughs> i mean it was all over the internet uh <laughs> the eclipse was uh the uh, orlando city you know their logo has like a, a sun oh, this was dope yeah has a sun in it with a lion the lion's the mane lion. is like the edges of the sun if you were to draw it yeah and uh and they posted a great uh, a cool little video of uh the eclipse kind of, you know, like the moon covering up the Orlando City uh, logo of that, that lion and uh, and Alexi Lawless just, uh, I mean, yeah, I put a savage hat on comedic genius. Yeah, uh, Alexi <laughs> yeah. Lawless, yeah. because this can't was, wait to see his Netflix special because <laughs> everyone's getting that one except the cool. We're not we're not on there, but we'll get there. Um, we'll get there. He posted after they, they, they posted this video of uh, the eclipse with uh, with the Orlando City lion. Uh, he posted, uh, is that Atlanta United? Uh, wh- meaning, because they said the eclipse is coming or the solar eclipse 2017 is coming. Yeah. And, and Alexi Lawless right under there goes, uh, is that Atlanta United? I mean, uh, you know, eclip- like is Atlanta eclipsing, eclipsing you, which is, you, which is, yeah, I, I mean, mean, bravo, sir. I mean, that was, I- <laughs> 
That's, I like Zilalis, the centerpiece of our studio wall. That's what we're talking about. I mean, he comes in guns a-blazing. <laughs> when we talk about, like, comedy in the soccer, in the American soccer world, I mean, this guy, he's putting, he's putting the comedy hat on. He's like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to take off the hat of, uh, you know, just people, you know, fighting, uh, just fighting with people on the internet. Hating me. Yeah. <laughs> Hating me for absolutely no reason. Uh, <laughs> and he's uh, done being the target. He points, he is now, <laughs> he has now made all of you the target. He, he is firing back. Oh boy. Uh, and how, I mean, it was just great. I mean, a lot of people uh, responded to it uh, very well. It was very funny. Some people were upset, like, yo, that's not cool, Alexi. And he, I'm offended. And he was, he literally did the, uh, come on, it was right there for me. Like yeah. he literally tweeted that. It's like, yeah. it was, Come on, it was it was right there. I'm a, it's a, that's a, a beach ball that I just have to hit out of the park. Right, and shouts to Jay Riddle for uh, then <laughs> also putting Kyle Aaron driving the wrong way into the sun uh, and blocking the sun. Uh, I mean, that joke will never die, and uh, it's probably the reason you'll never see us on MLS's channel. But whatever, it's hilarious, and I'm kind of glad it's still around. It's very, very fun. It makes me laugh. Yeah, it does it. <laughs> Uh, Makes our significant others cry. And speaking of all the social media things, this this was uh, uh, kind of weird. And uh, it's just, so Jack Harrison from NYCFC, I just randomly on on my own uh, Twitter, I got a, a mention from AT and T. Right, I got a mention from AT and T, and I'm like, yeah, well, I don't have AT and T. I got T Mobile. Hey, right. What are we we doing? We hit me up trying What's to happening here. Uh, you know, trying to poach. They po- sliding on your DMs. <laughs> I'm like, Yo, why are you with that other one? <laughs> and I I look at the. I look at the tweet and it is a message, a video message from Jack Harrison saying uh, uh, thank you for like uh, supporting the club and uh, but, but just like a very kind of generic message, but just but to but me, yeah, he says like hey, he's like hey Christian, uh, yeah. thank uh, thanks for uh, liking the goal and and thanks for supporting the team and stuff like that. And I'm like, why is Jack Harrison? Uh, not practicing. <laughs> Why is he? Why is he have talking time? to me talking. instead of focusing on I don't know left footed <laughs> shots, right footed shots, whichever one he doesn't want to do. Exactly. Just uh, uh, it was it was strange. And I see. For, so he did like th- there was some sort of uh, uh, campaign with AT and T to have Jack respond with video messages to people who who tweeted uh, at him during a during a game. Uh, so like. Or, or during an NYCFC game or something like that. Like right. they, they, I guess they picked their favorite tweets and uh, and, and then he uh, he responded to those people uh, directly, which is very dope. which is a very cool thing. Yeah, uh, Nick Nick, who's all, you know also part of uh, you know he's our intern and yeah. he, he does a lot of writing on our on our site. Mm-hmm. He also got one. That's right. Um, and you may I I didn't retweet it. I was I was being a little humble. I got one as well. Um, yeah, he actually said, Hey, Alexis, uh, here's the directions on how to get to Connecticut. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) it's a long video. Uh, (laughs) I mean, we're very kind of him to go. (laughs) They're trying every, they want everyone to get out there. They're trying it all. (laughs) Well, I guarantee you, Patrick Vieira is going to put out a video saying like, we would like your support or I can't do a French accent. Well, they have, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm no. You're not getting it. The more, the more. Patrick off, you're not getting it. Claudio <laughs> Reina, you're not getting it. Vieira, you're not getting it. Nobody the, getting it. The more uh, they realize how upset people are, the more they have to do like, uh, like you know. They'll do more of that like outreach. Yeah. And. Uh, oh, wait till the next. Uh, what is it? What do they call it? Like a borough in the cities or whatever city in the. City in the. Uh, yeah. Something like that. City, city in, in the, the boroughs. boroughs. Yeah, yeah. They do like these like. Um, Q&A's. Like, like Q&A. Patrick Vieira goes to like almost all of them. Yeah. And, like one or two players. The president. Patrick off usually go or. Reno will go 
And uh, it's cool. Like you can hang out afterwards and talk to them and get photos and stuff done. It's 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 pretty smart marketing. But wait till the next one because it is going to be lit. <laughs> um. So. Uh, so yeah. So has yeah. your team ever done this? If you're listening to this and yeah. you're not an NYCFC fan, most of our fans are not NYCFC fans. Let us know if your team ever did this. And if they did do this, would you be this upset? Also consider that we don't have a stadium, right? The team doesn't have a stadium and uh, they've released no plans. A lot of rumors have gone back and forth. There's a lot of uh, leaks that have suggested things have happened. Nothing has happened. Uh, how would you feel if they were going to put um, all of a sudden one of these matches in in a, in a state nearby, but not that close. Two hours away. And by the way, if you're from the Midwest, two hours is like, you know, how long it takes you to get to a gas station. So whatever it is for <laughs> that's, you, that's seven hours away. That's everybody's drive to work. Yeah. Two hours, like two hours is nothing. <laughs> that's half of a cool podcast. <laughs> um, so, and they're charging you $10 for the buses. Can you believe that? And you can't even use your own tickets. Right. Alexa, this is, I specifically said, let's get out the grievances up front so yeah, we wouldn't have to do this now. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this is an all grievance podcast. <laughs> You're listening to grievances with Alexis Grimm. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, that w- it was a very weird and nice thing of Jack to do that. But w- <laughs> you really do that's what we were right talking back. about. Yeah. But the reason I was uh, talking about it, and I-, I had responded to AT&T saying like, this is very cool, but like Jack... What what like I feel bad that you have to do this, man. Like yeah. they're, 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 like you have to respond to each message. I, I don't know. I was like, how many of these did you have to do? Right. I mean, you could have skipped me. I would have been fine with that. He just he te- looked like uh, he could he could have just DM'd us, and yeah. I would have been fine. <laughs> Home, you could have text. We got our numbers. Uh, he did look like the the girls that uh, you know R. Kelly has like trapped in in his house. They had to release that <laughs> video. <laughs> like everything's fine. We're having a great time. <laughs> There's just like a gun pointed yeah. at him behind the camera. Did like, you see him? Tell them, <laughs> tell them you're happy. Tell them you're happy. <laughs> you're having such a great time here, aren't you? Uh, you saw there's a video. One of the videos, there's a shadow of someone doing like the stop talking symbol. Others, uh, you can see the shadow of someone doing like the swiping in, in, the hand. In Jack's video? No, no, no. Oh, not in Jack's video. In the girl's video from the R. Kelly thing. I haven't seen this, these R. Kelly Oh, no? Videos. The girls are like, everything's fine here. We're adults. <laughs> Uh, he's making them sleep in closets, so he legitimately has women trapped in the closet. <laughs> hilarious. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, women. In Jack prison, Harrison's not trapped in the yeah, closet. Yeah, yeah. Also, women in prison is not hilarious. <laughs> no, it's hilarious that they that they had to make a video. <laughs> well, I my understanding they're under their own will. Yeah, it's uh, hopefully yeah they're they're adults and hopefully they're there. Yeah, I we have to be clear, they are adults, right? They are. I mean, <laughs> you never know. They might just have fake IDs. <laughs> With R. Kelly, you never know. Um. So, and none of them had pee on them. So, so who? who I, so how can you know? Adults. How can you know if it was actually R. Kelly? That's what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> you can't tell. There's no proof. <laughs> um, well, and uh, I feel I feel like speaking of pee, it, it's probably uh, a good transition to our next. Uh, yeah, oddly enough, next, you'll you'll understand. <laughs> it'll why. all make sense uh, in the second segment. But we we're talking to uh, Steve Bernasconi, who you. Uh, may know from uh, the soccer tour, so that yeah. if you if you are plugged in to the to the Twitter sphere in the soccer universe, uh, <laughs> I mean, very just like nice an astronomy theme for this uh, this episode, given how <laughs> the imp- eclipse, how, how, how great that eclipse was, yeah. and how much it changed our lives. Uh, the yeah, so he is um, he is ta- he is taking a tour across the country uh, and going to a bunch of uh, soccer markets and just going. He's going to MLS games, lower division games, uh, NWS. He's just seeing. He's doing For 250 days. He's just living on the road, only doing stuff, soccer stuff. It's I mean, pretty dope. It's uh, it's incredible. There's, I mean, we we get into everything. Uh, the the highs and lows of doing something like that. Sleeping in a van. Oh yeah. And, Wait, I mean, just here. 
it's, yeah. yeah it's, it's extremely entertaining. The guy used to work in soccer. You'll hear it. Um, it's extremely entertaining. He's a great dude. And this is such a cool thing. And I think everyone is super jealous of him when you first hear about it. And maybe you won't be so jealous uh, when you hear what's going on. All so, right. yeah. So listen uh, to our interview with Steve Bernasconi right after this. Hey guys, Christian here and Alexis. Oh yeah, uh, letting you know about the T-shirts. Finally, we're announcing them. The T-shirts. We've got merch, baby. Merch. Uh, Cooligans T-shirts are available now at onthevolleyapparel.com. Uh, pick up a shirt. You know, you it's got, dope for for yourself, for your lady, for your mistress. Obviously, your mistress really likes to look good. Yeah, I mean, she obviously she wants to look good, and I, or he wants to look good. Whatever you're your into, mis- your mister, your mister is. Uh, and you know what else? It's really cool, and we've done it with On the Volley Apparel. Uh, they've they've uh, been a big sponsor of ours for a long time, and they've actually offered to be our partner in selling merch. So they actually helped us get off the ground a little earlier. Check it out. Go there. Use the uh, the code Cooligans. You'll get yourself a nice discount, and you can buy something else. You don't even just have to buy Cooligans gear. You could buy something else from On the Volley Apparel. Uh, but they're really awesome for working with us, and we really love it. Uh, check it out. We're really excited. This is the first time that we have merch. Uh, please go and buy it. Pick one up today. Hey, everybody. All right, we're back. And this is, uh, this is exciting. This is an exciting guest because uh, I think Because this- he's living our best life living, right now he's living the dream that we all wish we could right. could have uh yeah i just want to you know quit my job and uh not have to worry about anything i can just live 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 off the trees and, yeah. the, and, the, and the soccer ball just follow the wind man <laughs> wherever it takes us and it's taking us to a lot of soccer games coincidentally yeah. i told my wife i was like isn't that great he's just out there by himself watching <laughs> soccer and she's like oh really and i'm like you know but he's probably got like a significant other that he's bringing with him i had to find a way to curve that in. If you don't know who we're talking about, um, why don't you give us a little bit more information? So uh, this is Steve Bernasconi. If I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm saying his name correctly, but uh, this is the man who is uh, who, who is doing the soccer tour. And the soccer tour. You, you may have seen uh, online uh, on some social media platform, uh, you know, his his travels. He's basically doing a travelogue of, of, of his time throughout, uh, you know, the U.S. and Canada and, and going to soccer games. So, Steve, welcome to the Cool Against Podcast. Appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. Now, how many people have told you that they're mad jelly of you? I mean, because I am. <laughs> yeah, most people, I think. Right. You guys, you guys nailed, hit the nail on the head, right? I'm, I'm living the dream. Uh, couldn't we all wish that we could just quit our jobs, have no responsibilities, nothing to worry about, uh, drive around the country, uh, you know, run around naked, whatever it might be. And it's uh, kind of what I'm trying to do. Are you are you actually doing that last part? Because I have a feeling you're not going to be letting know a lot of stadiums. <laughs> and if I'm, I am, it's it's not going on social media. Yeah, there you go. I, I'm so I'm glad we're not doing this call over FaceTime. Yeah, yeah tell me FaceTime. about it. <laughs> <laughs> we're just putting paper over the screen on certain parts. Yeah, oh, he's no. just he's just out there hanging stick. <laughs> uh, but, but Steve, give us a, a, a quick uh, just a synopsis uh, on on why you why you're doing this. Why yeah. what got you to this point? <laughs> yeah, and how it's been so far. Um, yeah, so I, I, it was actually just the other day, it was the one year anniversary of when I quit my job and uh, I had been working for a professional team, uh, for years to, to get to the position that I was at and things just started unraveling and, um, it was in my best interest to, to leave. And then after leaving, I decided I didn't just want to jump right back into the workforce. Um, I had this dream that I was going to travel around the country and what would stop most people would be like a job or a mortgage or a wife and kids. And since I don't have any of that yet, uh, it was like, okay, why not? So uh, I traded my car with my parents for their van, uh, loaded the things that I needed into it, and uh, 
just set off on the road. Uh, that was back in February. So I'm approaching 200 days of this. I'm just kind of living in a van, uh, couch surfing with soccer people across the country and going to as many games as I can. That's wild. I, is there a specific when you say unraveling what personally unraveling or things were unraveling with the club because people can google and find out what club this is i mean it's, it's sure. yeah it's mentioned um so if you don't mind us mentioning it's the fort lauderdale strikers who i've always wanted one of their jerseys i love it i love the color uh they don't make them in my size whatever uh we'll talk about it double xl is not that hard guys this is america but anyway uh so they moved they they switched leagues was it right around that time was it sort of that hubbub that was happening in the nasl moving to the usl well, there, there was a lot of um, issues. I mean, we had been purchased by we, – we had been owned by Traffic Sports, which if you know anything about them – Oh, were, yeah. Yeah, so they had the guy that was in, indicted by FIFA, and he's on house arrest. and So that, that was our ownership group. And so when there were rumblings that we might get sold, we were just – it didn't matter who it was. We were excited that someone wanted to buy our team. It's better than being owned by a bunch of crooks, right? Yeah, El Chapo um, buys wrong. it, and you're like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would, it would have been better because at least the team might still be around. So, oh, jeez. Um, yeah, two, less than two years after they, after they purchased the team, it, uh, I mean, they're no longer in existence right now. So all of my former uh, coworkers and acquaintances that, that didn't quit um, just a few months later, they all ended up losing their jobs. So it was, it was really tough to, to be at that club when, you know, anyone who works in sports, it's, it's a shit job. I'll be honest with you. It's, it's long hours, it's low pay and you just do it cause you love it. And when just everything else is, is beyond your control and nothing you do matters, it's a really degrading realization to have. And, um, that's kind of what happened to me. I realized that it didn't matter how hard I worked or how many hours I put in. It just wasn't a good situation and I needed to, uh, to get out of there, man. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It seems disheartening when you yeah, put it that I way, mean, but it, it's a, it's like a lot of, uh, you know, jobs across the country. I mean, I remember in like, I don't know, comedians, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's a struggle in itself. Long but, hours should pay. But I remember, you know, in, in 08 after the, like the, the financial crash and, and like, you know, I was working for Sean John and 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 in IT, and I had this weird uh, experience of every time someone got fired, I had to go collect their BlackBerry, and it was just like a weird. I felt like this Grim Reaper. And I'm like, I don't want to be this guy, dude. This I would have loved it. Oh my god, <laughs> I would have just been sitting there cracking my knuckles. I would have had a pillowcase full of Blackberries. You know what to do. <laughs> you know, I would have enjoyed the shit out of it. Uh, <laughs> so, so what? So so far uh, in in. Uh, the experience in itself, I mean, a lot of people, you know, travel across the country, uh, you know, and they and they have their own reasons. Usually they're trying to uh, escape warrants in certain states, yeah, yeah. which uh, we're not going to ask you about <laughs> just in case. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> but what what is this? Um, how have have you been? Because I see you, you get a lot of love and support from all, you know, from, uh, you know, people who love soccer all across the country. What right. is, what is it like in, in each particular city? I mean, we've as comedians going into, you know, going to different cities and and, and going to uh, uh and talking to people who enjoy soccer we see it personally where like they they people who love soccer we already we immediately have this bond yeah and we're our own community yeah right. and everybody's so welcoming so well, what what has it what has that been like what have been some of the you know you know the the highlights of of some of the uh, you know best supporters throughout the country well, i think i think that's the big thing is is we are all part of this community and maybe it's because soccer hasn't quite made it in this country that it has in other countries, or it's not as big as some of the other, you know, traditional American sports that people have really just embraced what I'm doing. And I, I really feel that if I was doing 
the baseball tour or the football tour, you know, would people welcome me into their homes? Would they give me money to do it? Probably not. They'd be like, okay, yeah, you and everybody else. And so I think that, that the fact that it's soccer and we are kind of, um, this smaller group of people, you know, a lot of, a lot of weirdos maybe where, uh, rejecting the traditional American sports and adopting this new uh, counterculture kind of thing. Um, that that's really resonated with a lot of people. And, um, that's been the coolest thing for me is, is within the soccer community, just, I'm a total stranger. People have no idea who I am. They don't know. Like if you said, if I'm on the run, like a felon <laughs> or, uh, if I'm a serial killer, who, who knows? Right. Is um, Steve even your real name? <laughs> right, we don't know. Right. And it's just like, oh, you love soccer and you're going to come in my city. Cool. You can stay with me. It's like, what? Like, you're crazy. You're absolutely <laughs> out of your mind. And yeah, pretty much every city I've been to, I've, I've had someone to stay with people taking care of me. Um, each month I mean, I've got a, a Patreon page where people are pledging, you know, money to me every month. And really it's, it's just because I'm, I'm, one of their own, you know, I'm a member of the soccer community as are you guys and everyone else. And, um, you know, we, we take care of each other, it seems. Yeah. And it's, it's one of the things that I think we've, we've sort of startled us, you know, as comedians, we're used to working alone. So when we decided to start Cooligans, we thought, oh, we'll do this. And we kind of insulated ourselves in, in what we wanted to do. And immediately we started getting feedback and positive reactions from other people, even people that weren't in sort of like our community, like maybe local to New York or, or whatnot. And immediately we were sort of astounded with people wanted to just help and be a part of it, which was incredible. So you've seen some incredible things. You've seen some wonderful things. What's some of the things that maybe, I don't know, maybe that has surprised you in a negative way or has saddened you that you've seen across you know, all of your travels? Oh, ah, that's a tough one. I mean, I'd really have to think about it. I don't know if I've been um, saddened by, I mean, certainly just, uh, I think being alone on the road is, is sometimes difficult. Don't, um, don't we know it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's just, it's just tough because, uh, you know, like you guys said, I'm living the dream and, and yeah, that's, that's certainly true to an extent because I'm, I'm very lucky to be doing what I'm doing and I'd much rather be doing this than sitting in an office nine to five doing something I hate. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, as you guys know, traveling alone can be difficult and, and lonely. Um, but I don't know if, I don't know if anything is, if I've been depressed by seeing anything, if it's, it's kind of restored my faith in humanity in a weird way. You know, if you look at the news, it seems like there's always just bad things happening and people are terrible and everything else. And like in my experience, it's like, I've met some of the nicest people in the world. Some of the the best traits of, of humans, you know, just love and generousness and, uh, altruism and friendship. Uh, that's, that's what I've seen. Um, coast to coast everywhere. It's been amazing. That's right. Yeah. And you're, you're currently in Vancouver, right? I'm actually, uh, in a suburb of Seattle. I'm I'm making my way toward Vancouver later today. Yeah. Okay. So how was the, how was the eclipse, uh, yesterday? Did you, uh, partake? Yeah, it was cool. We were in uh, the people I was staying with in Portland have a really nice balcony that we went out on and um, sat out there for like an hour, had some brunch. Had yeah, a little, I heard little it was glasses. it looked really great from uh, from the, the Pacific Northwest. Uh, it wasn't that was bad. a path of totality, right? Where yeah, it was totally... I, think I, I think we had ninety nine percent. So it wasn't like that perfect, like. Uh, you know, just the outer rim of a light uh, around okay. the moon. But um, yeah, we, we got most of it. And it was, yeah, it was pretty, pretty cool sight to see. I mean, a little bit underwhelming, I'll be honest. I think the people that were flying out from other countries to see it, like I would have been disappointed. But to have been there 
uh, and to have seen it, yeah, it was wonderful for me. I get as far as soccer, just soccer alone, you know, besides the community and whatnot, uh, but maybe just what happened maybe in, in game, uh, what do you think surprised you the most? What, what's something that you're sort of really sort of took away because you spent a lot of time in the lower league. So you've seen a lot of these mm-hmm. really positive stories and some of the ones that aren't as supported, but what do you think you take, you're going to take away from this that you think surprised you the most like in game? I think uh, in game, I think I've been surprised a lot by some of the teams that you don't you don't hear about as much from. So uh, everybody goes on and on about the, the you know the supporters in Portland or Orlando or Atlanta or whoever it may be, or even Cincinnati, and, yeah, or yeah, or Cincinnati, right? That was another amazing one. Um, but yeah, within MLS and and even lower down the pyramid, I think every team they've got they've all they all have pretty good fans. You know, even like a. A team like uh, like Colorado, you know, they're last place and, and they're not any good and stadium is way out far away and it just doesn't have that sexy appeal that some of the other more talked about teams have. But at the same time, they, they their tailgate was awesome and, and they had just a really fun experience. And within the stadium, it started pouring and, you know, not many of them left their seats. And so it was, it was kind of cool for me to see like, wow, these people are no less hardcore or passionate than the people in Portland or Seattle or Cincinnati. Um, so yeah, that was, that was really neat to, to see. What about a team? Like I've never even heard of like the, you know, OKC fighting imps. Yeah. I don't even know, yeah. don't even know what the hell's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> Is, are you even allowed to use that term anymore? <laughs> what did you oh, notice? Yeah. yeah I, don't, that's a, I don't know. That's a weird one. That one. I mean, that, that portion of the tour, I mean, I just, I was in, um, I think I was in Kansas city and I had like a week before I needed to get to St. Louis and so I've, I've kind of done a few drives where it's like, let me just drive this state just to say I've been there. So I did that with Iowa and I kind of did that with Oklahoma. And uh, while I was there, I found out there were two games. So I saw the energy. And then the next day I saw the, the fighting imps. And that was just a, I think it was just a friendly against uh, um, Pulse Athletics, which I believe are MPSL team. And uh, yeah, it was me and like, I don't know, 20 other people sitting in a stand. Um, and, and sometimes, sometimes those games are fun. Like that's, a cool thing that I've I've noticed is like there's a really big difference between going to like a major league game or going to like a minor league game or something like that where it's like maybe it's just you know you're a friend with someone on the team or it's just their family members but uh, you know they they can all be enjoyable if you look at it for for what it is and, and try not to draw too many comparisons and you and you've gone to uh, some NWSL uh, matches as well right. Yeah, I think I've, I've, only done, courage, I've only done right? one so far. Well, I, I met, I, I was in North Carolina, so I uh, hung out with them a little bit, went to one of their training sessions. The first game uh, for the NWSL I saw was actually just a few days ago, and it was the Portland Thorns. And okay. um, they're probably an outlier if you compare them to the rest of the league. Yeah, cause because I think it's them in Orlando because they get a ton of fans. Yeah, they had they had. I want to say I don't remember the official attendance. Probably around like nineteen thousand people. Jeez. Um. Yeah, it was unreal. And uh, there's some men's MLS teams that that don't get that. It was no, definitely not. And and the atmosphere that they created there, the the Rose City Riveters, um, was better than plenty of of supporters groups that i've seen so um you know that's probably not the standard for for nwsl but they they are doing something right over there is remarkable 
What um as you're traveling around, you get to see a lot of this. You probably get this question a lot. You spend a lot of time in the lower levels, and I don't need we don't need to get into a whole conversation about it. But I'm just it sparks my interest. What are your thoughts on on sort of a lot of these new, um, uh, I guess uh, leanings and and papers being filed uh, trying to edge American soccer towards promotion and relegation? One, do you care about it? Two, you've seen a lot of these lower level teams. You've worked for some of these for one of these lower level teams. Do you think mm-hmm. it's even possible or feasible? It's a tough question, and it's in anytime you bring up the the topic of pro rel. Oh boy, um, foil hats yeah, come like, out. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just a very it's a very controversial thing because you've got some people that are just so far like, no, it needs to happen, and um, you know, we MLS needs to comply, and so we need to sue them and blah blah blah. And then you've got other people on the complete opposite, which is like, no, it would completely undo all of the amazing work that MLS has done in the past you know, 20 years or so. And, and I fall somewhere probably, probably in the middle. I think the f- you can actually have a conversation about it now, I think is important. You know, when I first left on the tour, that was something that I wanted to avoid at all costs, just because it was, a, it's a very dangerous thing to talk about. And people are going to dismiss you uh, one way or the other, depending on, on where on the spectrum you lie. And I think given the developments uh, that we've seen in the lower divisions, you know, Cincinnati making the open cup run, you know, a team like Miami FC, which on, on paper you could probably stack up against most MLS teams uh, on any given day. Um, and then, of course, you know, Dennis Crowley and, and what he's doing with Kingston Stockade yeah. and transparency and then his push. And then, of course, the, the bombshell of the, the $4 billion deal that was offered and then now the lawsuits. I mean, just, it's just a lot of crazy stuff. But at least at least people are starting to consider it and people are starting to talk about it. So. I, you know, I don't know if I necessarily agree with the idea that we need to just blow up the entire pyramid and, and start from scratch and implement ProRel. Um, I would like to see it start. I, I like the bottom-up uh, approach as opposed to like a top-down. Let's let's show that these lower division teams, one, are relevant and, and that people care about them. And then once we've established that there, uh, you know, is, is a a legitimacy to the lower divisions. And then maybe we can work on on implementing promotion relegation down there first. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it's it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the next few years. Um, but I think uh, long term, it, it is something that I would like to see happen uh, top to bottom. So you heard it here first on the soccer tour. It'll never work as for no, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. You just get yelled at in every market yeah, you go to. My now. face with a speech bubble, uh, <laughs> some kind of memes. Full quoting Mahatma Gandhi behind you, <laughs> pointing at you. <laughs> so, I, I'm curious uh, how how has this? How do you feel like uh, uh, on a personal level? Uh, if you know how how has it changed you? And then, and then I'm also curious about like. When you where do you poop? No, I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> in a restroom, believe it or not. <laughs> what, when you told that's your, the real tour you're doing right there. When you told when you told your family that you were doing this, were, were any people like, uh, "What are you doing?" Or, "Yeah, uh, you're not my son anymore." Yeah, my mother would have laid in front of that van, making sure I didn't leave. <laughs> Well, my, my parents did the opposite. They they traded me for their van. <laughs> Get out of here, kid. Uh, that'll 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 tell you. No, it, it was it was definitely something that I had been thinking about for a long time. You know, when I was in college, I really wanted to study abroad, and I even took two years of German. And then, you know, just financially, I just it just wasn't going to happen for me. And I, that was always I felt it was a missed opportunity and, and something that I regret never being able to do. And so this was something that I I've been thinking about for years. Was you know, once I graduate, I want to go on some kind of a road trip and see the country and you know the day of my college graduation was the day that we announced Ronaldo as our owner 
Um, and that very next day, you know, I'm now a full-time employee and I'm, uh, you know, okay, there goes the dream of driving across the country. So, you know, when I was entertaining the idea of quitting my job, I was, you know, keeping my family in the loop and getting their advice and letting them know what I was thinking about doing. And, um, everybody was always really supportive. I think probably everyone thought I was crazy and, and that's understandable. Um, I think a lot of people were kind of skeptical of just how it would work. Um, you know, financially, how can you afford this? Uh, are people going to help you or are you sure they're going to like it? Um, are you going to be lonely? Are you going to get homesick or, you know, can, can you even do that? I didn't know if I could do this. I've never been away from home for this long. So, um, you know, on a, on a personal level, I really was just interested in, in gain, uh, perspective, uh, you know, just how, how people live across the country and, uh, how I can live with less, you know, can I be frugal? Can I be, uh, more appreciative for the things I have, you know, when I, when I do have someone to stay with and, you know, not taking a bed for granted, not taking a shower for granted, not taking a, a, a restroom that isn't a public restroom <laughs> for granted, you know, being able to, to poop in, in privacy and, um, you know, so just things like that where, where I've, I've, I think it's just as a, as a person, I've become a lot more relaxed, a lot more, I don't want to say carefree because I'm always, I'm, I'm never carefree. I'm always kind of a little uh, wired, but just, just in terms of being, um, just, you know, a little bit more easygoing and, and open and accepting, um, being willing to, to, to talk to strangers and accept help from strangers, uh, you know, has humbled me. Um, so just, yeah, just all aspects of life that I was really just hoping to, to improve. And, you know, it sounds so cliche, but, you know, find myself and, and become better. And uh, I think I think that's what I've been trying to, to do these past few months. It's eat, it's eat, pray, love. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Eat, pray, yeah, eat, like, pray listen to the like Cooligans. I mean, <laughs> yeah. or, or if it's soccer related, it might be feet, pray, love. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Foot, pray, love. Foot, pray, love. Uh, that, and by the way, uh, getting you to mention where you poop is a victory for me. Uh, I did not sure, think yeah. I didn't think you were going to talk about it. And here we are. I'm, no, uh, I'm an I'm an I'm an open book. And, you know, when I first started, I was kind of like on my guard about just how much I want to go into and. Uh, very recently, you know, within a couple of weeks, I, I put out a video just showing people like, yeah, like it, this is how I sleep. Uh, this is what I do because it, it, it isn't all, you know, glitz and glamour and I'm not staying in hotels. It's like, yeah, I am peeing in a, uh, a laundry detergent bottle sometimes and, and, <laughs> this and that. And it's just, that's just the reality of, of what I have to do in order to make this thing happen. A laundry detergent bottle will dissipate the fumes a little bit. There you go. It's a good a little bleach in there. <laughs> yeah. It works. It's, it, it, it's good. It's, you know, it's not, it's opaque. So you can't see the, the contents inside. And... I'm, I'm very curious. And uh, maybe this is too personal, but like okay. the, the idea. I think you can ask him if he hooks up on the road. No, well, the, no, yeah, what, no. Yeah, well, there's, there's a sense of loneliness, right? I don't know if you're, right. if you're taking a vow of celibacy throughout <laughs> these like 10 months. Uh, but is that something that's on your mind or, or are you like have any kind of a dating life uh, while you're, while you're on this voyage? I, uh, I have a long distance relationship oh. with my, my girlfriend back home. Yeah. And it was, it's kind of, uh, I haven't really talked too much about it because I guess no one really has ever asked, but, um, no, when, when I left, we left kind of on, um, we weren't, we weren't really together actually. Um, because we met when this thing, like I had already known that I was going to leave for eight months. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that how it always too. works out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we just met and we just figured like, okay, you know, maybe there's an expiration date on this thing, but we just enjoy spending time with each other and hanging out. So that's just kind of what we did. And, and I left fully expecting that, that I was going to lose her. And, um, you know, just a few weeks into it, just kind of having the realization that, um, 
you know, what I left behind may even be better than, than what I'm doing right now. So, um, we kind of talked and, and figured out what we're going to do and, and how it's going to work. And, uh, she's been able to come visit me probably about once a month or so. And I've been able to go home, um, twice now, which has been great. And, um, yeah, just having her, her support and, um, you know, just every day to be able to, to have a, you know, a good morning conversation to, to say good night to, to her at night, little things like that really, uh, you know, I tell her, I, I say, I say like, honestly, without you, like I, I probably would have gone home a long time ago. I don't think I could handle the, the loneliness and stuff. Um, and, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's it, it, you know, it, it gets to you for sure. You definitely wish you could be back home. Um, but I think to be able to do this and not have any resentment, like, you know, later in life, like, ah, you know, you didn't let me do this or whatever else yeah, yeah. I think is really cool. And, and what better way to, to start off a relationship? I mean, the, the amount of trust that we have is, is you know, uh, amazing. And um, it's yeah, it, it was certainly unexpected, but it's wonderful. And I, I couldn't imagine that not being a part of my life. It's, well, then, you know what? Claps to her. Yeah. Who is, I mean, we don't know who this lady is. We don't we don't want to ask any personal information. <laughs> it's but, a beautiful story. Yeah, I mean, you've written uh, a movie, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's like, you know, uh, uh, you know, you like you went off to war and, and your 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 maiden is back home writing right. writing yeah. letters to you. You know, a soccer yeah, rom com. Literally, literally, I have a. It's it's funny you say the writing letters. I have a jar. Yeah, and, uh, she she came out and visited me one time. Um, here I know. I think I I called her and uh, just kind of kind of talking about the the loneliness and everything. And the next time she visited me, she 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 gave me this jar and it's full of a hundred and something letters. Uh, one letter to last each day until the end of the tour. They're from her. They're from my family. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my come God. On. All right. Steve. Steve. Got Wait, Steve. Enough. And my friends. Tone it down. And every day I open a letter, it's, it's, it's amazing. I'm crying here. This is yeah. beautiful. This is one of the most beautiful. And, uh, you know, uh, we hate you for doing this to us because we're supposed to be joking here. But this is probably the sweetest thing I've ever heard since yeah. my grandfather, yeah. who would write my grandmother letters back in Cuba when she couldn't leave. He would write one a day. And it's something that my it's family amazing. still talks about. And here you're doing the same thing. I mean, look, you're on the road. It's a little different. But still, it's kind of a beautiful thing. If, if I would... If I was on this soccer tour, I would, by the time I got to like New Jersey, I'd be like, baby, I had to sell my body to, so I can poop, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, first of all, yeah. they had money with them, okay? And second of all, they had a beautiful bathroom, two block. It was two block. You got to understand, yeah. meet me halfway yeah. over here. Yeah. Oh, no. What's a couple of dicks between us? <laughs> She's like, you haven't even paid a toll yet, Alexis. Oh, God. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, how quickly we dissolve that beautiful moment for everyone listening who was getting tissues we're so sorry uh, that we took those tears away naturally um, what is what is your hope let's say you're done with the tour first of all when is the tour done I've got about uh, two more months left so I should be home uh, at Halloween and it'll be 250 days exactly since I left home. What are you doing once you get home? What are you going to do with this experience? Are you are you filming stuff? Are you putting together a book or a blog? Or what are you going to do with all of this? Uh, the short answer is I have no idea. Um, the long answer is yeah, I have I have footage. I've got notes from every day that I've, I've kind of, you know, jotted down, you know, who I've met and what I've done and, and how I feel and things like that. So, you know, the, the content could be there to, to write a book or, or, or do something more or, um, you know, maybe expand on this idea. And, you know, I don't know, maybe other people can start doing soccer tours or maybe we could take the soccer tour idea 
and put it on uh, TV or, or something like that. So, I, I, you know, I'm really not thinking too, too much about that. Um, you know, I, th- I think just enjoying the journey is key. And, and so that's kind of what I'm focused on is each day waking up. Okay, here's where I am. Here's what I've got to do. And that just kind of keeps me focused and keeps me uh, disciplined to, and, and not, not distracted. And, and also it, it helps me enjoy it. You know, if, if every day I'm worrying about, uh, oh, you know, how's this going to look in a book or, or, you know, anything like that, I, I feel like I'd be missing the point of, of doing this thing. And that's for the experience as a whole. I think when I get home, the first thing I want to do is I want to delete all my social media apps uh, and just kind of go incognito for a little while. So we'll makes see. sense. Yeah. The yeah. warrants, the whole warrants thing. Yeah. It makes sense. You really are running from yeah. something. We figured this out. Uh, <laughs> running, running from life and society and was, uh, traditional jobs. Yeah, and, buddy, you're talking to two comedians. I mean, we've, we've committed yeah, we, our lives. We're all in the same boat here. Yeah. yeah. We've committed our lives yeah. to not being responsible. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and you can, you can spend, uh, you know, a couple of months with your lady and you, so you don't Absolutely. have to worry about yeah. uh, all that other stuff. Where can, where you mentioned your Patreon a couple of times. Uh, you mentioned uh, posting videos and stuff and social media so for the next uh few two months uh where can people find you uh the best place is actually probably on twitter that's where i'm most active every day i'm, I'm tweeting something or putting out content or at least just my experiences or thoughts or photos videos whatever it might be and that's just at the soccer tour and then on my website which is the soccer tour.com uh got really lucky with that donate domain name um, really did yeah yeah it's a dollar so because <laughs> i was guess i was the first um <laughs> Yeah, and, and and on there I'll do more. I don't really do long form. I mean, look, full full disclosure, I'm not a writer. I'm not a photographer. I'm not a videographer. Uh, I'm not anything special. I'm just a regular dude. You know, I worked in the sport, so I definitely have maybe more connections than most people. Um, but apart from that, I think that's kind of why people are living vicariously through this. Is it's not like I'm going to each place and I'm getting, you know, the red carpet VIP treatment and meeting with all these people, getting taken care of like a celebrity. It's like, no, I'm like, sleeping in a van you know i'm peeing in uh laundry detergent bottles i'm uh you know doing making do with what i can you know trying to take photos trying to take videos trying to write pieces and articulate my thoughts um and so all of that is on my website and uh from there if you want to find out a little bit more if you're curious about how you can help out uh, if you want to offer me some food or a bed or you want to give me money i'm not going to say no to that um and so that's just patreon.com slash the soccer tour. And um, when I left, I had, I had zero people and zero dollars. And now I've got more than 90 people and I, I think close to like $900. So it's, it's been remarkable how people have been helping me out. During that's this incredible. Thing. That's absolutely incredible. And yeah, we'll, we'll make sure to, uh, to retweet that and uh, get that out and uh, make sure that people at least, you know, even if they don't have money, they can at least follow along and uh, live vicariously through you, uh, you know, definitely. And maybe at home they can join in and pee in detergent bottles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit of solidarity. Right? Yeah. It's called pulling a Steve. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah in fact, how about this? No, do no, me a favor. Cool against fans. Oh. Uh, please pee in detergent bottles and send a photo of it. <laughs> To Steve, yes, please. It would make my life if I see my our mentions as just photos of. It's opaque, so you have to take a picture in in the bottle. We yeah. need to see yeah. the yellow. His girlfriend's gonna should be we, like, "What did you do on this tour?" Should we get a, we get a uh, hashtag going? Yeah, hashtag soccer pee, <laughs> soccer pee tour. Hashtag pee, pee like Steve. Pee, pee like Steve. Steve. Oh, pee that's like Steve. That'd pee be great. Like okay. Steve, and that's P E E. So no one get confused with just the letter. P. That's right. Uh, Steve, dude, you've been a blast. Um, we want to talk 
talk to you again before this is all over. Um, so where, where are you headed next? Are, are you coming back to the New York area at all? I'm not. So it's, it's, it's wild. Like if I look at the map of, of where I've been and where I am now, I'm, you know, thinking of that, that path of totality of the eclipse. It's like, yeah, I'm on the exact diagonal of, of where I'm from, you know, South Florida. So I've done the whole East coast. I've done Canada. I've done the Midwest. I've done the South. Actually, I'm going back to Canada today. Um, but yeah, I literally just have this Pacific Northwest and California left with a quick detour to Salt Lake city and Reno, uh, and maybe Vegas. Cause I'm already out this far. Um, but two months of that and then, uh, drive home. But, uh, yeah, who knows? I, I don't, have anything planned yet for for playoffs or any postseason stuff so dude yeah but yeah, if, you, who, who if, knows? if you're around please hit us up and uh yeah and and con- just continuous uh luck and uh, uh and we wish you the best and 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 yeah and when if you're feeling lonely just put on put on this podcast and I yeah think listen to the cool absolutely there. absolutely <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah don't pee in the jar with the letters <laughs> Yeah, if I can give you any yeah. advice, <laughs> uh, I'll try not to. It's kind of a small jar. So. Okay, cool, perfect. <laughs> uh, well, Steve, thank you so much for for being on the show, man. We really, really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. I also want to say you are the worst because I'm I, I'm going to see a bunch of pee bottles on my on my Twitter feed. And, <laughs> Nothing would make uh, me happier. <laughs> oh God! It, it, honestly, though, if 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 even just one person does it, I think you got to pat yourself on the back. Yeah, I, that would be. If you knew me, you have no idea. I might print them out and put them up on the wall because. Okay. All right, buddy. Take it easy. I appreciate you guys. Take care. Take care. And fans, we'll be right back after this. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to that first segment. We got the second segment coming right up. First, we just wanted to break in real quick and ask you to do us a huge favor. Yeah, all we want, to, all we want you to do is just uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is the, oh, man. That's the big... Look, we're working... We work very hard on this podcast. We're also making a, a very concerted effort to put out some more video content for you guys. And we want to get some people li- uh, watching those videos as well. Yeah, I mean, right now, you got about like 30 more seconds before the second segment comes up. So I beg you, if you're on your phone, you can do other stuff while you're listening to this podcast, why don't you click on YouTube, the YouTube app? Why don't you put in soccer cooligans and just hit that subscribe button? And if you can hit that little bell, that notification lets you know every time we put up a video, we're working really hard to give you guys at least one video a week. We have a video right now that's called FIFA the News that we're playing FIFA and we're seeing we're having that predict the biggest match. And we're talking about a lot of stuff that's happening on the news in the video. And there's a lot of cool editing that's involved. It takes a long time, but it's really, really funny. Exactly. So uh, look, we're doing a lot of work. We want just a little bit of validation a little yeah, that's little, it just a little bit is that that hard, <laughs> that's hard. come on we're, so we're just two two little comedians <laughs> yeah. want a little like too poor i would like some more please <laughs> some more followers and subscribers on our youtube so yeah. if you can hit the like button comment on some of the videos if you can at the very minimum hit the subscribe and maybe even share it with your friends it would be absolutely amazing yeah, baby. Yeah. What, what a, a great interview. What a great dude. We always do that every time we come back. What a great interview. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, we, we imagine, were a part of it. Yeah. Imagine we were just like, oh, boy. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Well, there's one in particular we <laughs> kind of should have. <laughs> I but. mean, usually we uh, we usually have a good time. We try to invite guests. Uh, we, did, we didn't we did mean to invite a neo-Nazi on the nah, podcast. Yeah, we had yeah. no Ooh, idea. <laughs> no, we're not talking about Steve. <laughs> no, we're not talking about Steve. We're Steve's, talking hypothetically if hypothetically, we had a bad guest. If we had a bad guest. <laughs> yeah, that was not Steve. Steve was absolutely awesome. Great person. 
personality on him too. I mean, you know, he's sitting out there. I think he's just happy to talk to anybody. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, no, I got all the time in the world. Please don't hang up. Please, please, please don't hang up. I mean, you know, we found out a lot about him. We found out uh, where he pees, where he poops. Yeah, which is obviously the when we, we, we when we asked him to be on the podcast, I was like, we were like, and we, we did like the pre-interview. We were like, look, we need to hit the bullet points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We really need to make sure. Here's our agenda. <laughs> uh, bodily fluid. <laughs> we asked, look, this is, we asked this to all our guests. This yeah. is not in uh, any particular just because it's you no when when players come on we're like yo when you were on the road you smashing <laughs> that's what we ask that's what we ask every time uh that's right and, and you know our fans have come uh to to you know get used to that kind of interview <laughs> that's right if you come on our podcast yeah don't you dare expect that we're not gonna ask where you poop <laughs> we're gonna always ask you where you poop that's right uh yeah we were steve's awesome i can't wait to have him back on man i want to hear more about what's going on out there i want to hear how he's doing yeah they, 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 that is a very uh unique thing i you know i haven't heard of uh anyone else ever doing something like that especially in america and just kind of uh taking that Lewis and Clark journey, uh, you know, across across our, uh, you know, across the continent. Yeah, it's across a, across our great country, lovely, lovely country. Uh, to 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 see soccer, yeah, that, that's awesome. So it's gonna be great. So that's uh, uh thank you again, Steve, for uh, for for coming on the show. Uh, Dope, uh, and it was fun and funny. And, that's, and whoever his girl is, man, shouts to you, a hero. You are pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> the the only thing keeping that man alive and 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 uh, you know because it, it can be it's like he's at war. You were right. Yeah, yeah. it's just challenging. Uh, thing, especially to be away from uh, you know friends and family for so long, but the soccer community has clearly embraced him. So they are your new family, exactly, and your new girlfriend. <laughs> so, yeah, she yeah was, that so, letters thing was that hit me, hit me in the feels. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, oh, that's boy. pretty dope. Uh, yeah. I would expect that if I were away that long, that my wife would do something similar. She would never. No, she'd just come <laughs> along. She'd be like, "I'm here every city. <laughs> I'm you watching you." She just constantly. Okay. one of those. <laughs> so, what'd you do? Like Last night. And by the way, I already know, so don't you dare lie to me. I watch your Instagram stories. I know <laughs> yeah, what you do. Legitimately. <laughs> Remember that one time you posted a picture of me eating sliders and you put uh cheesesteak sliders yeah. and I immediately get a text from my wife. Cheesesteak question mark. <laughs> and I'm like, what are that's, you talking about? That's not in the diet plan. <laughs> yeah. I was like, cheesesteak, because I wasn't eating cheesesteak sliders. I was eating a burger slider that I split with they they come three, I split it with two other people. <laughs> and I was like, cheesesteak. She's like, don't act like you ain't eating cheese <laughs> cheesesteaks right now. I'm just trying to ruin your marriage. That's I all. mean, you are and you're like, what I can't post about you eating food now. This is a thing. And I'm like, if you do just understand that I'm gonna get a text from the other side. <laughs> it's a very uh yeah not not other girls, not anything. No, it's just because like, she knows that would never happen. It's the a, food. The is food. The issue. Yeah. How dare he? Yeah. One. I'll, are you going to bring me one? That was what she would ask. Two. How dare you eat that? Okay. Well, uh, I don't mean to you know send you guys to couples therapy no. over over an Instagram story, but well, I guess now you know that's a part of it. So. Uh, uh, so yeah, thank you again, Steve, and uh, and and yeah, he, we were talking about a lot of MLS uh, stuff, and uh, there were a bunch of great games. Uh, yes, there was over the weekend. I I. Uh, you know, we we went to uh, Yankee Stadium, uh, not Connecticut, to not see, Connecticut uh, to see the game. And Are you going to go to that Connecticut game? Um, no, I well, I honestly, I I would go. Uh, I, but I have a show that night, and I won't be able to make it back in time. Why won't you be able to make it back in time? Uh, because it's in Hartford, Connecticut, which it's is two hours away. Which is in a, it's a different state where so, I live and where the uh, the team that I support, the, where they play. So, so if I get this correctly, uh, <laughs> the fact that the game is taking place in Hartford, Connecticut is 
creating an issue for you, a hurdle for you to go to the game. I mean, what, an inconvenience what, 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 for you. Yeah, one would definitely call it an inconvenience. Okay. Just uh, wanted to make sure we get that out there <laughs> on the airwaves. Does this even go airwaves? I mean, really, internet. look, the, the only way uh, NYCFC can, uh, you know, uh, make it up to me is... Uh, just win the MLS Cup and all things, all's forgiven. All will be forgiven. <laughs> Just sort that out and, and I will be square. You had to do this before the Derby, huh? <laughs> you just had to. Can't wait for the TIFO. Yeah, who's, who's the, of- the Red Bulls are, we're like working on a TIFO right now. Yeah. They're like, scrap the TIFO. Yeah. We got a new one. Somebody getting that one yeah. of Connecticut. We're, we got to get a TIFO. This is too easy. <laughs> They're the- going to call us. It's going to be NYC, FC, New York. They're going to cross that out, put Connecticut in the sea, yeah. and they're going to put football club. All right. Hey, man, go for it. Or maybe formerly city. They'll do the whole LAFC thing. All right. I mean, they're, they're within their right. I mean, look, when it, when it comes to jokes and getting roasted, I'm all, we love it. I'm all for it. I, I mean, it. I want to. I, I Let's like, see what you got. I could take a good smashing from time to time. No that, boy. That'd be fun. No boy. <laughs> <laughs> what did he just say? <laughs> you know what I said. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what he said. I'm going to get a text from your other side. What the fuck did he just say? Put uh, down the cheesesteak and tell me what he said. And uh, let's um, let's start with a, uh, let's start with that game because we were there. And uh, New York City played against the New England Revolution, and uh, that game shockingly went down. Uh, a big, big error by uh, Sean Johnson, which is rare. I mean, he's had a pretty, pretty outstanding season so far. Yeah, um, yeah. The ball just got uh, Look, looking sort of, like looking like Eric Johansson out there. Yeah, oh my God! <laughs> Don't remind us. But uh, uh, okay, so. New England, uh, you know, NYCFC ended up winning this game two one. But the New England's New had their struggles so far this season. Yeah, and they've, uh, they, yeah, they, they, they look bad all all year, and they, and yeah, they have their problems. So they're they're sitting in tenth place in the Eastern Conference. But they scored their first goal, and this game was interesting because the first half was uh, concerning in that. But it looked like uh, a lot of people are saying it looked like both teams didn't want didn't want to win the game. They didn't. Also, want, it was super boring. It was very dull. Oh my god. But that's but that's clearly New England's fault, and 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 it was the strategy that they went with. Look, they started uh, a very different lineup. No Lee Win, no right. Diego Fagundes. They intentionally put a very physical, strong side. I mean, it, it's like in. Uh, yeah, they put linebackers. They in. put linebackers yeah, in yeah. there. I mean, remember, Patriots players were in there. <laughs> what was that game on on Nintendo's uh, Blades of Steel? Remember that game, Blades of Steel, the hockey game. This was a thing. No, a lot of people used to do in Blades of Steel. They would. Uh, you could create your own, like not create your own player, but you can pick different body types of player. You can pick a, a, a skinny, fast player, and you can pick a, a, a fat player that that was stronger. Right. And a lot of times, people would mirror you. You could pick. They would. They would. Alexis. They would. They would put five fat players because they were so physically stronger than anybody else. Right. That they could just push them around. They didn't. Even, they didn't even have to be that skilled. And that's kind of what I was thinking of when New England came uh, fielded that team. I thought when you said Blades of Steel, remember that there was a base game where it was robots and if you stole a, a base you had to fight the other robot uh baseball simulator 2000 no no wasn't that it no oh no oh no that's a different game but I, was, yeah. I i know what game you, it's it was a robots playing baseball yeah i forgot it the was name so of stupid it. one of them had like you know like uh like uh tank tracks like that yes, kind of yes. those wheels forgot i had a knife and all you had to do was hold the knife out and the other robot would just keep walking into your knife it was really stupid Yes, uh, 
I mean, we a lot of a lot of nostalgia over here. Base Wars, that was the name. Base Wars, Base Wars. That's right. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, but I thought that was what you were talking so, about. But so I get your point. New England, uh, they came out with goons. They brought goons they, out. But they were like, "Yo, bring in the muscle because yeah. yo, we're not gonna yeah. let Villa just run around on yeah, us all day." A bunch of Luca Brazzi's out there. <laughs> they, they brought were, the muscle out. They, I mean, and they were clearly physically push, pushing around ev- everybody. Every, poor Maxi Morales. Poor Jack Harrison. I mean, yeah. Struggling. They couldn't get around anybody because Jack they came out in the 60th, which is typically not a good thing. Yeah, so it was... It was um, well, they did that because he had to record all those uh, messages back to <laughs> AT&T, AT&T, everyone but me. AT&T, uh, they, they, uh, <laughs> they phoned into Vieira. He was like, come on. <laughs> they were like, hey, uh, Jack, uh, hey, P- P- Patty, get, uh, get Jack off, off of there. Can we, can we get the shoot done now? Uh, I know you have other things, to, but can we get it done now? <laughs> look, okay. Look, we're an official sponsor of MLS, so uh, can you please? Uh, please, can we get it done now? <laughs> but uh, it, it was interesting to see NYCFC get bullied. Uh, yeah, you know they look when in their home turf. When you think of uh, a lot, you know, NYCFC probably is one of the teams that p- plays the closest to like a European style football and uh, attractive. They're game. one of one of yeah, a, yeah. a lot of uh, very from the back. Yeah, passing, uh, a lot of passing, a lot of passing. possession. Yeah, so um, but to see them just get like just mushed over just repeatedly just yeah yeah over and over i mean uh uh, i i I forgot the 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 names of the of the back line of everybody in um uh in new england but they were the i I forgot his name the the left back was uh you you couldn't get past him uh that that was not he was just he was just physically yeah it's a 90s knicks yeah it was uh pharaoh in the paint you're gonna get it looked like they had center backs as as the wing backs yeah and and nobody could get by by anybody they were really really struggling and it was so this this is what led to this first half because uh they were playing uh new england was playing so so compact they were not really chasing the ball they were letting nycfc play out of the back uh, they were not they had no real interest in pressing. Right, they would. Ju- they were just. The thing is, I didn't notice this because I got to the game late. I got there like thirteen minutes in, so I missed the lineup. I missed everything just trying to get to the game because well, the subway system's not working great. Um, uh, so I got there a little late. So I really, I'm like looking around, like I wonder what's going on with uh, New England. You know, I'm like, man, they seem really defensive. I just yeah. thought they were just parking the bus. I re- I didn't realize that until much later. They they weren't even really focusing on getting any shots off i think they, the, no, the goal like, was just like let's stop them and maybe we'll get no no maybe we get a couple dead balls or something yeah yeah and and given uh the the height advantage i mean you know we've seen kai kamara play but that dude skies i mean it, it's just absurd the ups on this guy i mean he's already a tall guy yeah uh but he was easily getting like like through almost like three feet off the ground it was insane yeah uh, uh, so he missed, he missed his calling. He could play on that big three tournament. <laughs> yeah, without yeah, Ice Cube, uh, <laughs> Ice Cube, and uh, <laughs> putting it together. Uh, yeah, so it it, it was kind of uh, uh, it was it's a very new thing to see because I've never seen any team play NYCFC, and it might way. be the blueprint for that. But I think one of the things that we have to talk about is one. Obviously, Sean Johnson really messed up and uh, dropped the ball that came in. It screamed at him, hit him in the chest, and dropped it, in front of him. I, but he also looked like it was like a comedic. Uh, you know, boop, 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 you know, like my, the, my like guess, odd. It, it looked initially like he didn't know where he was on the line, and I think he thought he needed to kind of push the ball away instead of holding it. 
That, that, that's I can see instinct. why you would say that. To me, it seemed what, like it it moved on him. Yeah, it, it did take a weird skip. Yeah, uh, and but still it skipped right in front of him. Yeah, but still a bad play. Obviously, it bounced off uh, of of Johnson's chest and and Teal Bunbury. Uh, right there. Also, a gigantic man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just I mean the physicality on New England. It, it's almost surprising that they're in sort of the situation that they're in. Right. Agudel is the smallest guy on the field besides maybe Rowe. And those two are both physically and, very fit. And Rowe had a great chance that hit off the bar that... Like the inside of the post, that, yeah. That, that Sean Johnson uh, had... I mean, if he didn't tap it uh, or get a hand on it at all, it would have it would have easily gone yeah, in. Yeah, he pushed great, it to the post. Yeah, yeah was, absolutely. But I mean, I think the, the one thing that stands out is just, you know, sweating, you know, that's With right. that beautiful cross slash pass slash, slash what? shot, uh, no. whatever. You know? All we know is it directly hit. <laughs> and Jonathan Lewis, I mean, the reaction time, the first touch, young guy, you know, getting getting opportunities here and there. Yeah, He just pillow feet, stops right in front of him, sets up, opens his hips, gets one in. I mean, what a beautiful, that whole process, that whole sort of everything that happened from the, you know, the cross from RJ Allen, the, the trap and the setup from uh, David Villa, the layoff to, to sweat, sweatinho coming in with the beautiful cross. (laughs) Was it a cross? Was it not? We should ask him. We should, we should text him and ask him. Um, Was it a cross? Was it not? I'm not sure, but I know that it got right. I mean, directly it didn't deflect or anything. Went directly yeah. um, to uh, to Jonathan um, Lewis and everyone. I would have skied that thing. I would have killed two birds <laughs> with one ball. It I would have. My ball would still be in the air. It was very well uh, composed uh, of the young man. Would you have been able to do that? You now that you've played soccer your whole life, last three years. <laughs> uh, how do you feel? Would you have been able to do that? Uh, no, I, I uh, no, I don't think I would have been. I would th- that first touch. Uh, I don't think I would have been that comfortable taking that first touch because what when, as soon as you get the ball that close to the net and there's just like all these you know giant New England players uh, around you and Jonathan Lewis let's not forget he is like five five he's a he's a short he's, he's a, a very small man he's a, he looks like he's still growing yeah you know <laughs> when you talk to him he he's one of the few players that comes across as very childlike in the sense that like yeah. big smile like a very like I, wanted, I can't you, believe this is all happening yeah you, you could put him in a baby Bjorn and no yeah. one would blink no. an eye <laughs> no just like Nicholas tried to do with me <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it it was a again. It was a it was a cool moment, just given how kind of dull the game was in New England. I did, yeah, they definitely went in with that strategy. They were like, let's not let let's give these uh you know these NYCFC fans in Yankee in the Bronx just a bull, a dull game because we don't want we don't want anything flashy. But the first goal from David Villa, which was uh which was huge uh uh that uh that that oh I forgot uh, who was it that crossed it? I, I think it, was, it wasn't Ben Sweat. It was um Ben Sweat was the first one across too. He was the first uh, the David Villa goal you're talking about. Yeah, was it that, that was ben Sweat, Sweat? Yeah, Sweat and then uh Kyrie. Smart on Kyrie. Was it? I, I'm still trying to figure out if he was like, get it away from me or if he, if he dummied. I think he dummied. You think so? I, if, you, if, you're, if you didn't see it, he basically kind of like steps out of the way. And maybe the reason I think you're saying that is because he had two defenders on him. He had three. Yeah, I'm sorry. Three defenders. <laughs> Everyone was in front of him. No one's standing in front of David Villa, which I think, regardless of what time it is on the clock <laughs> or wherever you are on the pitch, there's Mark, always, always have someone in front of David Villa. You've seen him hit it from halfway down the field. What is wrong with you? <laughs> um, so 
yeah, he kind of like steps out of the way, gets away from it, and it literally trickles right in front of Davia. And of course, he does what he always does, which is score. Yeah, and you and you got to feel bad for New England. They they really went in with a, a, a great strategy and and missed out on the on the point. They got it. They got a lucky goal. Uh, you know, they they a gift. Uh, but they could have. Right, Very to score much- off of a, of a Sean Johnson, uh, you know, mistouch or misgrab is yeah. rare. So that was lucky on their end. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, overall, a, exciting game. And when Jonathan Lewis scored that goal in the, what, the 94th minute, Yankee Stadium went nuts, man. Yeah. That was, a, that was a, just a cool, another, another you know, uh, the, the, the previous home game against the Red Bulls. Yeah, 90 plus five. Ano- I mean, that's ridiculous. Another... Uh, that was another comeback win against uh, against uh, you know yeah. against the Red Bull. So two two games in a row, you know, well, uh, they're never out and substitutes. Yeah, substitutes coming in and helping. I, look, you gotta kind of uh, be realistic and almost admire uh, just uh, Vieira understanding the the just the reality of what the situation was. Right, the team is getting bullied. Uh, there's a lot of strong, uh, 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 just physical players. Yeah. What does he do? He brings all three subs, three athletic black men. He's yeah. like, we yeah. gotta, get these guys in there. Yeah. We're getting beat up. Just looking back on <laughs> anyone like me when I was younger out there. Yeah. I mean, you just got to be real. I mean, that, that was the, the, the reality of the situation in the game. I mean, they, they did, look, Mikey Lopez, uh, I forgot who the, the other two subs, but it's just like they, they took out smaller Latinos and then put giant, Jack Harrison. <laughs> Jack Harrison. Get the bread out of here. <laughs> they put Bring in Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, put- just a tall black dude from Texas. <laughs> yeah. He's, trust me. He's dealt with this before. <laughs> uh, it was it was kind of beautiful to be a part of uh, you know such a big comeback win. And one of the things that I loved about it, the David Villa goal was off of a quick start. Yeah, yeah, which you know something you don't I don't think you see enough in this league. And that was Maxi Morales. As soon as the uh, foul was uh, whistled, he put the ball down and immediately started, and it created this chain of events where all those big strong men on New England were like, <laughs> "Wait, where do I go? You know, who, who am I supposed to cover? Yeah. Where, where is everybody?" And it was kind of one of those beautiful things where when you see it work, you're like, "That's why people do it in soccer." Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, you just just get more Argentinians in MLS. Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's really all we need. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of other comeback wins. Uh, Seattle played against Minnesota. Oh boy! Uh, another uh, lose like Minnesota, <laughs> lose like Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, a little Yachty doing that, doing that remix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be exciting. Um, Seattle wins this game two to one at CenturyLink Field, and and what a great game! And I think for the rest of the year, everybody's watching Minnesota games, being like. Let's go, guys. You guys, I, you can do it. It's just like, like pr- proud parents. I think everyone else is watching like, well, let's see how they're going to fuck this one up. Because that is, man. It, it, out of their losses, it was one of their better losses. <laughs> to their credit. Uh, what do they call those? Like an emotional win? What are they like? Uh, you, know. you know, like, uh, what are they? Uh, morale. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah like uh, uh, like a, a not a, a victory for morale, or I don't do you, know. You know what I'm talking about, right? I, I, I know what you mean. A moral victory. Sure. That's what it is. It, it, feel, it felt like a moral victory. It was, uh, yeah. Uh, which d- does not give you three points. Um, <laughs> not even one. Those are you're trying to play for so bad. <laughs> they they do maybe deserve, uh, you know, a, a couple like, uh, we'll just give you like some Christmas points. I don't know, just something, a little gift. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just Get, give, give them some uh, points in 
uh, on an Amazon gift card. Yeah. I don't know. What to say. <laughs> Targeted allocation points. There you go. Here's a little tab for you. <laughs> you know, it's not really. You can't use it for anything. No, no, no. <laughs> Just put it on the board. Put it on the board. <laughs> Help you look a, a little better. Uh, uh, you know, shouts to uh, Ethan Finley coming in, scoring right away. Yeah, you know what I mean. Traded uh, from uh, Columbus. Hadn't scored an 18 game straight. Yeah, I was wondering what was going on with uh, with Columbus. Maybe this this he hadn't get, been getting that much playing time, and maybe that was like. Uh, um, an issue where this was probably like in play for a while. Like a bit of a sign, yeah. yeah. So, you know, you got to feel good. He comes in and starts scoring right away, but the team is doing what they do. What, Dunlady? Is that his name? Abu Dunlady, yeah. What are you going to do? I mean, <laughs> I mean, what is going on? How many great chances does he need? That dude loves hitting the side of the net. Well, I mean, they. The one he had an open net and he had a streaking was a Christian Ramirez, number 13. Mm-hmm. Streaking streaking towards the goal, open net. All he had to do was leave it. Just leave it somewhere. Well, I mean, this is this is Minnesota United all year. I mean, yeah. they, 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 they look like a team that uh, doesn't really understand how to play together. I mean, it, no, I don't, don't. want to say if it's a, it, it's a Heath thing, uh, but it's, you know, maybe this is it's just like they... How need- does he still have his job? I mean, a, we can't fire him now. I mean, I mean you can't. You, first year, like he didn't get fired the, the, immediately uh, in the first year uh, at Orlando. They gave him a couple of weeks. Uh, oh no! Wait, did he get fired right after the first season? No, no, he got fired no. in the second second season. Second yeah. season, uh, in the middle of the second season. So I think him and Christ swap jobs. You know, <laughs> Minnesota gets Christ. He goes back to yeah, it's, Orlando. It's just uh, the same musical chairs or wait, whoever. So he's going to get fired. Uh, Jason Christ is also going to get fired. Jason Christ goes then to Minnesota. Adrian, he gets another job. Let's say Vancouver gets fired from Vancouver. Jason Christ gets fired from Minnesota. Jason Christ follows him to Vancouver. I think that's just how it's going to be. I mean, this is just you're watching this team and you're like, they look like they picked 11 people out of the stands. Yeah, that's the sad part. I mean, they definitely picked uh, four defense uh, d- defenders out of the, from the, yeah. the stands because they have uh, so much miscommunication uh, defending. I mean, look, the, the the goal against Chad Marshall, which is probably more just more just a a slip. Uh, yeah, it, somebody it, fell. It, uh, yeah, his defender fell. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, but but I mean, th- these are just the things that have been happening in Minnesota all. Year, I mean, yeah. uh, uh, well, this I, is the story of Minnesota this year. But when it comes to even uh, even up front, they, they they don't really have how many how many goals have they even scored uh, this season? They've scored. I know the uh, differential must look thirty like trash. Though. They, they've scored thirty, which is not uh, not the worst. Uh, but they've they've who's who's in the Western Conference? Sporting Kansas City is, uh, has uh, scored thirty one. Uh, but they've also given up 19. So they've given up 51 goals. Uh, 51 goals. 51. <laughs> Wait, their their uh, their goal differential is more than minus 20. Yes, 21. Oh. Minus 21. I mean, you give up 51 oh. goals, you know where your problem is. It's yeah. not. It's not up front. Some teams haven't given up 51 goals in two seasons. <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I, I think the evidence is there of where the problem. Is. I mean, it, it starts with what Shuttleworth and 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 just that back line. I mean, if, if if Adrian Heath is not focusing on just defending every goddamn training session, then he's not doing his job correctly. Yeah. I mean, they, I just think they overpaid for Molino. They didn't go out and get the right pieces. They've got you know I mean, Ibarra. They, they made and- they 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 uh, you know they had they were part of the expansion draft, and it was clear. 
they picked, uh, you know, Atlanta United picked the better players. I mean, the, you know, the, the players that they picked, Lorenowitz, uh, uh, Parkhurst, right. like they have like solid veterans and but they defensive also mids put and better se- players around those players they picked. Of course, Minnesota did not. They were like, no, no, no these are our superstars. Yeah, you know, well, they the brought expansion the, draft. They brought more of their uh, their. Uh, what were the USL or NASL? Uh, NASL. NASL. So they brought yeah. a lot of uh, their guys into in, you know into MLS. And, Did not work. Yeah, and then I mean that's you are you know they they like yeah you bring players from the lower division straight up and this is what what's going to happen and, and it's similar to what happens in, even in a pro rel league. You know, yeah, well, Huddersfield. Although uh, Huddersfield, yeah, they they keep winning, but like Newcastle, New- you know, they're getting relegated <laughs> again, right? I mean, this is what happens. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, offensively, they they I think they can keep up with uh, MLS, uh, other MLS teams, but defensively, uh, yeah, they got to sort that stuff out. But I mean, what a heartbreaker! What the ninety third minute? Yeah, uh, the handball, a handball, which it, tough, dude. If he didn't put his hand up, if I don't know if you saw Jermaine Taylor, kind of like. Deflected a a rocket from Clint Dempsey, sure, off away from his face using a hand. I mean, he was like two feet away. Sure, if he if he dove in front of uh, you know, like uh, if he was Secret Service and 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 blo- like people would be, he would be applauded. He'd be a scene. hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, if he didn't put his hand up, he'd be on, he'd be on a, like a like a like a machine right now in a hospital. <laughs> that ball would have just. I mean, he wouldn't remember his own name. He'd have CTE right now. <laughs> So yeah, it, I would have um, killed him. It's just unfortunate. It sucks, and, and it got clear, clear handball. There was there was uh, arm, arm extended from the body. I don't know if it was a clear handball. The ball hit the guy's hand. I mean, again, if he doesn't, he's eating baby food. <laughs> he's eating baby food for like the next few months. It would have just ruined this yeah, dude's face. It just sucked. I mean, there was nothing he could really do. I, no. I, I think he he did make a a, a natural motion uh, to to uh, yeah, the he slide made tackle the get... motion of like ah, get this fucking <laughs> oh, thing away from me! Please no, don't hit me with that fucking pass. Do some sorry, <laughs> Dempsey. Don't hurt him. And and then Dempsey uh, scores on the penalty. I mean, uh, it just what a bummer. Especially, you know, because Minnesota just, they got smashed, uh, uh, like I get smashed. Uh, there you go. They got smashed 4 nothing, right? To, oh, 5 nothing. I don't remember how many goals they I scored. I mean, at this point. Uh, against Seattle, uh, you know, in Minnesota just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And so, it, you know, it's one of those games where like, yo, we're going to get back at these dudes. And boom, you can't even get, you can't even leave CenturyLink with one point. No, come on. You can't just hold it down. You can't bunker. Heart breaks down. your heart. Breaks your heart for that team. Um, but, uh, yeah. You know, Minnesota, that's now the MLS program. That's the new Chivas USA. Like nobody wants to be there. They sure. never win. I don't know. What's their fan support like? Do we have any Minnesota United fans listening? I mean, not after that. Uh, <laughs> but if you are listening, let us know. What's it like at the games? I think they're aware of what's yeah, going the on. The dark team. clouds, aptly, aptly <laughs> named. Um, so uh, one would say an eclipse uh, yeah. over, <laughs> over them. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about the team in uh, in first place in the Eastern Conference and. In the league, uh, Toronto uh, played against uh, Chicago, which I could watch these two go after it, yeah, week after week, and still enjoy it. I mean, these two, what a, what two very deep teams. Uh, if this was in the first half of the season, I think both teams would have played a little differently. I think it would have been. I think the results would have been differently as well. I think Chicago would have won, but Nikolic can't find a scoring touch. Uh, Chicago just looks a little bit gassed right now. I don't know if it's their slightly older team. Yeah, I don't know. You know, could it's difficult to say if Chicago looked bad or if uh, or if Toronto looked good. But um, 
Oh, no. Toronto. Toronto looks good. Like, I, yeah, mean, I think both of those things are true. <laughs> and Toronto's getting uh, so much from their non-stars, which this is what, you know, the, the, the biggest issue with MLS, well, there's a ton, but one of the big issues with MLS is the lack of depth because of the salary cap. Somehow Toronto figured out, I don't, I can't imagine this team stays together next year the way it's comprised today, but, you know, they're just so deep. And, you know, Al, uh, what is his name? Alvarez, not Alvarez. Uh, Vasquez. 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 Vasquez uh, to St. Uh, Raheem Edwards. And now Mark Delgado out of nowhere, you yeah. know, getting, I think he started the last 11 matches. Now he's coming on. This guy was one of the biggest prospects coming out of Chivas USA. You know, like there was there was battles for who was going to get him. So it was, you know, everyone's kind of like, "Well, what's going on? Why haven't they?" But he seems to now all of a sudden be settling in and becoming that prospect that everyone was looking at. Scored the first goal, kind of a poacher's goal. Happened to be at the right place at the right time. But he's setting beautiful passes. If this guy's lighting it up, and you know, they used to be like, "Well, if you stop Altidore, if you stop Bradley, if you stop Javinko." Maybe you have a chance. It's not that anymore. I don't know what team is set up to, to play these guys. Yeah, they have, they have a. Um, I mean, when we when we spoke to Ben Sweat last weekend, he was you know talking about that exact thing. It's just like it's just straight up, they're a good team. I mean, yeah. there's, not, there's not, but you know, they have they're deep. They, they have a lot of uh, they have a lot of options. They have different, and, and when you think of uh, when you think of their their three designated players and and how different they are from each other, yeah, Jovinko just uh, you know small and and fast and quick and then and then deadly free kicks, uh, 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 incredible with both feet, and he looks like he's one step ahead of everybody. Else yeah, and the then pitch. just out the door, just a body and fools. Yeah, uh, uh, and then you have a like a, a that general like uh, 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 Michael Bradley, but then also Victor Vasquez who arguably plays. Michael Bradley's position maybe a little bit better. Oh, yeah, I, from not an, arguably. I mean, certainly does. <laughs> but certainly, I have more trust in Vasquez going forward. Yeah, without than that. Bradley. Bradley does like to sit back a bit more. And as I would say, he's a better defender than Victor Victor Vasquez. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but, but Victor Vasquez, perfect person to sort of have roaming in the box or at the top of the box while you're in that final third. Yeah, and then and then you've got all these other players that are just as good, if not more, you know, have more potential. Yeah, I was actually very the last couple of weeks. I've been very impressed with uh, Justin Morrow. Uh, oh, he's stepping up big time. Le- yeah, left back for Toronto. He's just been. Uh, <laughs> Just doing everything. I mean, he's getting assists. He's getting goals. He got he got a brace. What two weeks ago? Uh, he's just, he's just in form and 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 defending very very well. And uh, uh, so he's he's a big reason why the especially the last few weeks they've been so dominant and 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 why you know Patrick Vieira kind of already conceded the supporter shield to Toronto. Uh, you know, even after after the win against New England, he was just like. Uh, I, there was a, a reporter that asked him a question. He was just like, "No, I, I think you know Toronto's. They have they've won the league already." Yeah, he's kind of conceded the supporter shield. Which is, what do you think about that? It's a little bit interesting for for someone to be only be four points back and 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 what nine games left to say that. Maybe I I when I initially heard it, I'm like, this must be some. Some, it's uh, like reverse psychology. Some French uh, little mind trick. He's yeah. <laughs> I know that's right. You should do this. Huh? You're going to win. No, we are. We have no chance. No, I think you will win. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, he's, he's just one of those long cigarette holders. Um, yeah, I I think it's I think it's something to try to inspire his own team because right after that there was an interview with Jonathan Lewis where he said that it's still capable to catch them. And it's, I think he's putting it on, I think Patrick Vieira is putting it on NYCFC, the players, but like, if you think you can, show me you can. Yeah. But I want anyone to be Toronto 
Just because I do not want to go back up there for an MLS <laughs> final. It is too cold for an MLS Cup final in Toronto. Yeah. I have an idea. Let's play it in Connecticut. You know what I mean? Like, hold on. It sounds okay. wild. It's not, and it's not that far. It's not that far. From Toronto. It's about as far as New York City. <laughs> I bet you the flight's cheaper from Toronto to Hartford than it is from New York City to Hartford. Uh, Why yeah. is a flight available? Why are we playing a game where a flight is available? This is ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I was watching this game, and admittedly, I was like, come on, Chicago. I know, come on. Do it, baby. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago. I mean, I would have loved anyone. Please, anybody beat anybody beat Toronto. Um, but no, they could not. Uh, Toronto won this game three to one, and uh, the only goal for, for Chicago came from uh, from David Akam, which was, was after a blast from Bastian Schweinsteiger and uh, those those giant tree trunks for legs. Yeah, uh, he uh, it, it, it like uh, careened so hard, <laughs> careened off the post, uh, right, and it felt like right at. Akam's like uh, his feet. I think he hit it. He hit it with like his shin. I think he lifted his foot up, and re- I don't know how he reacted to that. Yeah, it was shot with such force <laughs> against the post that it shot right back at Akam, who was kind of standing right in front of goal, and all he did was put his foot up. It bounced. It used all the force of it traveling at him, bounced off of his leg, yeah. and into the goal. It, it looked like a. Um, if I was standing in front of it, it would have hit me right in the nuts. There's no way I would have reacted. <laughs> it, it, it looked like a like you know those uh, like a foul tip. You know how they and baseball games always like be when you sit in in uh, you know all across first base or third base. They're like you got be mindful that the, a ball might be coming, you might might be yeah. flying right at you. Yeah. That's going uh, that that sort of uh, you know how they have the the speed of the uh, the velocity of the speed uh, of of the pitch, yeah, and then the velocity of uh, off off of the bat. Yeah, and that's sort of how like it looks faster coming off of the post. Yeah, than it, it looked did. like the post kicked it harder than <laughs> Bastian Schweinsteiger. That's how hard Bastian Schweinsteiger hit it. That's exactly. Yeah, I mean that dude's got just way too much power in his shots. That's yeah, not, not legal. He also doesn't really take that many shots per game. He doesn't uh, need to. He, he he. Although now with Nikolic not being able to score and Delu continuing not being able to score, maybe it's time. I don't know if it's not. Look, they they the last couple of games they've. Uh, I think the the biggest issue more than anyone else scoring is just like. I think they they were uh, uh, pri- not privileged, but it was a luxury to be getting all those goals from Nicholas that they didn't really expect throughout the year. And now that he's I mean, not, that, yeah, he's not really point. in that much in, in that great form. They're like, there's nobody else kind of doing it. You know, no one, yeah. no one's stepping up. So that's where, yeah, uh, they, they, you know, they have to figure that out. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's go on to Portland uh, Red Bull. Yeah, let's talk about Portland Red Bull. Valeri being Valeri. Yeah. That's all I got to say. You know, I love there's it, it was sort of um I forgot who sent who sent the uh pass back uh to Valeri that he sort of just tapped in the cross. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember who it was, but Valeri, if you watch the video, Valeri is begging for it. He runs off of I think it's um Ba, I forget who the center back is. He runs off of his shoulder, so he runs kind of behind. He tracks as as though he's running along with him, and then starts to slide back, which is such a high IQ. Oh, uh, Diego, Diego Chara was the one who sent the cross. Diego Chara, he is pleading for the ball. He is like, "Give me the goddamn ball," because he realizes you mean that you mean Val- oh, Larry is begging for yeah, it because yes, yes, yes. he realizes he ran off the shoulder of one defender, so he's got space in front of him, and he did this quick turn and looked back and saw the other defender, and he knows he probably has about 
maybe two and a half to three seconds before that defender gets there. So he is begging for that ball. And then, of course, he just seals the deal. Yeah, he's been... Uh, Nets the shot. I mean, just a monster. Those little things, those are the little things that, like, I hope the next day in the academy, it's just playing on a loop. Just playing on a loop at the academy. Just a, just a video of uh, Valeri begging for the ball. Yeah. Just like, this is how, look, look at him run off the shoulder, beg for the ball. Run off the shoulder, beg for the Good ball. Good move. Okay, everybody, everybody, work on the move. Beg for the ball. Beg, beg for, for the, the ball. ball. Beg for the ball. Put your hands down and look like an angry Italian person who lives in South America. I mean, it's just, it's like, that's exactly what should be done. Peaks, sees how much space he has, doesn't overreact. Knows the ball's coming. Pictures himself scoring the goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if someone's sending the ball to me, I don't go, okay, the ball's coming at this speed. I think I, I see the, the goalkeepers over here. In my head, I'm like, ah, why are you sending me the ball? Why are you doing this? Why am I even in front of the goal? <laughs> I'm not ready for all this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to embarrass myself and my family. Uh, but, yeah, you know, with uh, with Fernando Adi out and, uh, you know, uh, th- from injury, uh, they got to find the score. They got to find the score, and then and when when you lose a player like that, a hold up guy uh, who who they have no real replacement for that kind that style of play. Uh, Valeri, I think, has been kind of the 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 best. Uh, the, the one who has stepped up the most to... I mean, yeah, he's had to. He's had, and, and which he, is a shame, but yeah, he cause, has Because it's to. not really his position. I think he would, he would be more comfortable playing off of Adi. Yeah, um, no, he wants to get the assist. He doesn't want to score the goals. Uh, and, and and he's had a couple uh, amazing goals the last couple weeks. Even though uh, Portland, I think, are currently in uh, third place, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'll double check. They're uh, clearly getting in the playoffs. Fourth fourth place. They're tied with uh, the Dynamo uh, that on 37 points, uh, but the West is tight in general. Uh, but they did win this game, the, you know, two nothing. Rebels, uh, they did. I wouldn't say they played poorly. Uh, they they just like I mean I mean they, I feel like they this they was didn't like, play well. They didn't play well, but they, they, I, this seemed like uh, one of the games where um, they it, were playing. I mean, Portland was down to 10 men <laughs> towards the end, but they how for how long? Like what? 20 minutes. I forgot. I think like 10. Still. Uh, I mean, but uh, Portland scored while they only had 10 men. That's right. Uh, On a wild. And you could tell the Rebels were going for it because uh, they, they uh, Robles put, was all the way up. They were they were putting so much pressure. And, and in reality, they probably should have got something, especially when they were up a man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, they, they, uh, they after the game, Jesse Marsh was... Uh, I Let think me they, guess upset. No, no, no. This was actually very odd. He he wasn't that upset. I think it. I think because it was a Western Conference team, they were comfortable losing this game. Yeah, I mean, look. Yeah, you know. Uh, in fact, we should probably uh, hit up Paul Tenorio. He wrote something really cool about uh, charter flights being like a big issue in the next um, uh, collective bargaining agreement. Mm-hmm. But he talked about how the overwhelming advantage home teams have because of the travel, and obviously, the, I don't think there is a longer distance than New York to Portland, probably Vancouver. Um, but that's obviously one of the longer ones, yeah. Right, going completely across the country, so it's not easy. Um, you know, not that that sort of excuses them from losing two nil. You know what I mean? Especially when the team is down. I mean, you can't even get a goal. You're down to ten men. You know what I mean? So. And they were certainly going for it. So I, I get why you wouldn't be upset. Plus, I, you know, to be honest, the, you know, New England Revolution and, uh, you know, the, um, 
Uh, yeah, and the Rebels, no, the New England Revolution and the Portland for both teams, NYCFC and the Rebels, it's probably a bit of a trap game. You know what I mean? You got the big derby coming up afterwards. I'm sure Seattle, Portland are thinking the same thing, although they both won, uh, yeah, you yeah. know? Uh, yeah, I feel like I've never really seen Jesse Marsh concede and be that comfortable with a loss. Uh, yeah, he's angry when they win. But I, I think that they, they're pretty comfortable with uh, kind of where they are in the standings and uh i mean they're only what three they're only three points ahead of atlanta that are in seventh place but i think they're 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 comfortable with where they are but atlanta has like like 12 games in hand because of uh (laughs) because of the their stadium situation they have a they have a whole season left so (laughs) they're gonna be playing they're gonna be playing regular season games during the playoffs yeah (laughs) Yeah, in connecticut (laughs) i'm never gonna let it go um so yeah, it, it took me a little by surprise uh, seeing uh, Jesse Marsh respond that way, and uh, and I think with uh, you know Toronto winning, NYCFC winning, uh, this game was Friday night, so uh, anything could have happened. But now that gap to to possibly that um, that uh, first round buy in the playoffs, I think the 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 Red Bulls are kind of I think they've given up on that. They they're they're preparing for at least one. Uh, home match, right? Uh, you know, for for that one game playoff during and the week. And to be completely honest, I don't know. You know, the derby is the derby, and that's important. And you know, uh, NYCFC fans are going to want to win. Uh, Red Bull fans are going to, you know, come in rip roaring, ready to go. Uh, it's going to be in their own home turf. Um, I think it's going to be an important match for everybody. But to be completely honest, the stakes after you know of what this will do uh, in the in the standings. Really not that it's really not that important anymore. You know what I mean? In the past years, it's always been important for NYCFC to win. Um, you always want to win the derby. I'm not saying you don't, but you know what I mean? What's going to happen to you in the standings? Not that big of a deal if NYCFC loses. Sure. You know what I mean? Right. The Rebels need this a lot more. I mean, again, NYCFC wants to win. I'm not saying they don't. I'm, I'm sure Rebels want to win so bad, but they need this a lot more. I agree. Uh, uh, so that's it. I mean, there's a couple a couple other results that I, th- I thought were uh were interesting yeah sporting uh sporting Sporting kansas city yeah um diego uh, rubio what a volley yeah Uh, i also like a guy who puts their entire name on their back do you yeah any reason i couldn't do it that's why david villa pretty dope Okay. I couldn't do it. I Alexis mean, Guerreros, I mean, they literally go from like elbow to elbow. You know what I mean? <laughs> it would, I mean, you could, I mean, obviously you can get smaller letters. The, the kit man would hate you. Yeah, of course. Every time you, you every time you give your kit away, it'd be yeah. like, asshole. <laughs> just, can I get it back? <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. We don't have enough letters. Yeah. <laughs> Run of letters. Uh, uh, and but, you know, Shalui, who, uh, Shalui? Shalui. Let's, let's get it correct because uh, Kuzer. God forbid, Kuzer. <laughs> Very upset. And he's bigger than he looks in the photo. So <laughs> listen to him. He looks like he's a mountain of a man. Um, shallowy. Um, he, uh, I don't think he scored, right? Uh, no, I don't think he scored. Who scored? The, but, it was, it was uh, Gers, uh, Gerso. Right. Hit. Again, hit, it's Gerso, but nobody ever says it in Spanish. So they say, right. they say Gerso on, uh, on uh, uh, you know. No, but he's not Spanish. Jesus Fernandez, or he might be. Is he? Is he's, he Brazilian? No, he's like, he's like Bob Aguinian. <laughs> Obviously, you look it up. I swear to God, who's Bob Aguinian? I know. It's like <laughs> it sounds like Bob a, Al sounds like a, or something a, like that. That sounds like a car dealership. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come to Bob Aguinian. <laughs> Bob Aguinian. We got the inflatable guy dancing outside. We got the best deals on Pontiacs in town. <laughs> uh, 
Where is it? Look it up. I'm looking it up right now. Where? Uh, Trust me. I, I looked it up earlier today. I was like, wait a minute. He's not Hispanic at all. Uh, maybe that is Hispanic. I don't know. Uh, I'm not here to make a judgment. You know what I mean? Where is? Uh, Maybe he identifies as Hispanic. Why do I not see him on the lineup? He scored. Oh, replaced by here. It is. Just look him up. Just look at where he's, he's from. He's from uh, Guinea Bissau. That's it. Bissau. Where's? Yeah. I don't know where that. Never is. heard of that before. They ain't got a flag emoji <laughs> at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, I mean, I see the flag here on the MLS side. Let me see it. What's it's it a, look it's like? A, it's three colors. It's it's. Oh no! It's well, four how about you just show it to me? It's very small. That's why you won't. Well, then let me see it. I mean, you're explaining <laughs> a flag makes no sense. It's very tiny. It's. It's uh, it looks like the Texas flag, but with more colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you Google where that is? It's probably it's got to be like near Guyana, kind of thing, right? <laughs> Can you we got, let's take a bet? Where do you think it is? I mean, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say Central America, South right. America. I'm saying like on the coast, of South America. You'll say Central America. It I, is in I, West I Africa. We were both exactly <laughs> right. Wow, look at that. God, we're idiots. Uh, you don't turn into you don't tune into this. I've for never facts. I've never heard of this country. Guinea Bissau. Guinea Bissau. Yeah. What's the population? Two hundred thousand. I mean, it sounds like a delicious meal. Yeah. But I would <laughs> Are you order, kidding me? I would offer off a street truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you had the John Bing? No, no, no. I had the Guinea Bissau. Oh, <laughs> extra pork. Uh, yeah. I mean, he scored that great curler uh, uh, towards the end of the match. Yeah, yeah. He's a monster, but what I love about him is if you watch that. Um, that Diego, uh, just go back to the Diego Rubio, um, Shallowy, who's, you know, maybe didn't score in this match. Watch closely. He holds off Matt Hedges. Matt Hedges is what, six foot four? But next to Shallow, he looks every bit of seven foot eight. You know what I mean? <laughs> Matt Hedges yeah. is a monster of a man. Yeah, we, Shallowy we, we saw boxes him, the, him out NBA style. Yeah, we saw him at the All Star game. Matt Hedges right. is a pretty big dude. Pretty big dude. Shallowy, not that big of a guy. No, he's like uh, uh, lanky. Shallowy? Yeah, he's not small. He's not short. But he is shorter than, but, than Hedges, uh, for yeah. sure. Well, that's that's the majority of... Uh, yeah. Of I mean, he fight. just holds him back. I mean, he literally stops him from getting in the way of Diego Rubio. That would not have been a goal. So, shouts to Shallowy. I love shit like that. I love when dude's just like, nah, man, I got you. You do you. I'll cover this over here. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, uh, like I, I, you know, I, I was playing, um, you know, like a pickup game, and I kind of did the same. I like picked, I picked a guy so that so that my teammate can get a shot. Sacrifice. Off. You sacrificed yourself. Yeah, uh, but you know what? I've also I've also done that. I've picked players, and the, the my teammate just kicks the ball right into me. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like still playing, ba- like pick up basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you put your hands <laughs> out to get the pass. I'm hand checking. Yeah. <laughs> like, Yo, give me the rock. <laughs> They're like, yeah. Uh, why did you dunk that on the top of the crossbar? <laughs> and one. I'm I'm out. <laughs> Peace. That's 21. We done. What what sport is he playing? Why is he putting rollerblades on all of a sudden? No idea what he's doing. <laughs> um, That's, I can't think of anything funnier than you like. I'll get this defender. All of a sudden, you just get hit with a ball. In but the chest. That brings up another issue. What, what's up with uh, FC Dallas? They they have been they losing. They cannot score. They cannot score. The last couple of games, they've been just really bad. Ever since um, video uh, review has improved, has <laughs> gone in the it. game, they've, they have uh, all their goals taken away. Where is Fabian Castillo when you need him, man? Yeah, Urudi can't find the back of the net. Yeah, I mean, have have people just figured out FC Dallas? Is that is that kind of what it is? Their, their system. Oscar Pereja, they're like, nah, I'm done. we're done with you, man. Yo, that's easy now. <laughs> no, I think, honestly, I think the biggest issue with them is that they, they run hot and cold. And right now they hit it cold. But, you know, it's funny. These are the teams that will, you know, win the MLS Cup. That's how this works. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I would I, love to go to Dallas for the MLS Cup. <laughs> it would be nice. nice and warm. I would love it. A little, nice, a little bit warmer. Yeah. Uh, just to 
tad bit warmer than Toronto. I think a lot a lot of people are uh, suggesting that um, that the MLS Cup might again be Toronto and Seattle. Seattle uh, are looking like the. I mean, for the last couple of weeks, they've been quite in form and you know they started the season pretty slowly and the western conference in general has not been as strong as the eastern but it is a possibility it wouldn't surprise me everybody book book your ticket back again to, to, to <laughs> right back and uh all those restaurants you forgot to go to uh, next time we, we, seattle's gonna try to get negative shots on goal to see if they can outdo themselves yeah, you know seattle's actually gonna give you an own goal so <laughs> that, and they're still gonna win uh please don't make us go back there so, i love yeah. toronto just not in the winter <laughs> you know you guys don't want to sit outside or, or play the game in montreal at stade olympic and, yeah and, and indoors that's not bad. Nice and cozy. Remember how hot we were? Yeah. We dressed for like a ski weekend. <laughs> Everybody's in t-shirts. Yeah. And they're like, dude, what's wrong with you guys? We're in parkas. We started a fire in front of us. Oh, uh, so ill-prepared. So, uh, so yeah. So that's it. Thank you again uh, for listening, everybody. That was yeah. another, another uh, fun episode. Uh, Exciting uh, end to the season so far. Yeah. Uh, we I gotta... can't wait for the uh, the rivalry weekend and all that. That's right. Uh, uh, and thank you again, Steve Bernasconi, for uh, coming on the podcast, that was a lot of fun. It was great to hear. He about, was great. Yeah, your your stories and um, hashtag P like Steve. Hashtag P like Steve. It's <laughs> gonna uh, take. So we we posted about it yesterday. Now you know what we mean. <laughs> so, um, uh, I, I, again, another reminder: we always tell people to uh, leave a review on iTunes. We would love that. Uh, uh, we, it's huge for us. Uh, we've been getting a, a bunch of great reviews, and I, I want to read the latest one we got because it really made us. Uh, very very happy. It was very very funny. Uh, so this was uh, this is from my last nerve, uh, and he writes. Uh, it's a kind of long one, but it's uh, just be patient. He goes. Uh, it's it's the uh, it's the week of the MLS All Star Game. Oh, I I know which one you're going to read. This is great. <laughs> it's the week of the MLS All Star Game, and I'm tuning in to my regular dose of extra time live. Uh, <laughs> in parentheses, sponsored by Continental, which was very important to them. <laughs> <On brand. laughs> and he goes. Um, uh, and they are interviewing random folks outside the event. These two guys uh, come, and I immediately notice they have some pretty solid chemistry uh, for just a couple of randos. Solid chemistry, not bad. Uh, they say a few things that make me chuckle, but then out of nowhere, and this is, and then da da da, out of nowhere, they drop a Kyle Laren DUI joke. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> At that moment in time, I was like, who are these guys? Uh, once their podcast, The Cooligans, was mentioned, I subscribed immediately and never looked back. Awesome soccer humor with a nice, refreshing take on the news. Don't come here for all the talk on stats. Come here for the absolute hilarity. So thank you so much, my last nerve. That was- you are the best, my last nerve. Thank you so much. And I got to be honest. If that's what you laughed at and immediately I had to listen to our podcast, you're exactly the fan we want. Uh, we so, need more yeah. people like you. If you know anyone else like you, uh, <laughs> just as disturbed as we all are, uh, please tell them to listen. It would be an honor. Thank you so much. And if uh, anyone else is listening and you know you heard of us uh, in, a, in a funny way or something like that, yeah, feel free to leave uh, leave that in the comments or I'm sorry, not in the comments, in the in the ratings. It yeah. would be huge. Yeah, it really helps us move up in, in the rankings. We're trying to climb up there so that more people hear about the show uh so that would be great we would really really appreciate it and it'd be massively helpful helpful uh so so that's it everybody again uh we mentioned this last week but we are going to be in atlanta the last week of september details are coming for that very shortly we're still planning everything but make sure if you want to get tickets for that make sure you get on our email list just go to soccercooligans.com the 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 sign up to email is uh will pop up right immediately or if you if it doesn't pop up you'll see it on on the right side on the website sign up 
for uh, our email list. Get on there. It's also at the bottom of the page. Uh, sign up and you'll it's be, everywhere. You'll be the first one to know. And we're uh, going to have special guests. So, yeah, we're g- opening the festival. This is a massive honor for us. Yeah. Um, it's a comedy festival. It's not a soccer thing. Uh, they're sort of trusting us to open the festival, which, you know, Google that. That's a very important thing to be the opening event of a, of a, of a really big festival in yeah. a really awesome city like Atlanta. So if you guys are Atlanta FC, um, sorry, Atlanta United fans, um, if you guys are just fans of soccer in Atlanta, you might want to come to this. We're going to have some really big special guests. I think you guys are going to be really excited with what we have planned. Exactly. So uh, get on that email list ASAP. Uh, all right. You guys are the absolute best. Yes, I, you are. I appreciate you. Alexis appreciates you. I do. Uh, okay. and uh, Connecticut appreciates you. <laughs> Connecticut. We have a, our largest fan base. Yeah, is, the <laughs> detergent bottle that Steve pees in appreciates you. Steve's girl appreciates you. Steve's mother, who let him borrow the minivan, appreciates you. Well, then he traded. He traded. traded. At which, well, who knows what he traded? His soul? A shark, yo. His parents are sharks. So like, exactly. Yeah, but you know you got to leave collateral. So give me your whip. You can take mine. Uh, but shout to Steve if you're out there listening uh, drive safe everyone else you as well we absolutely love you guys my name is Alexis Guerrero my name is Christian Polanco together what are we the cool again